episode of the unrefined sophisticates podcast episode 86 i am your host Ken jones and to my right morgan jones <laughs> we got a special guest uh, in the house my whole tonight. Kid. <laughs> before we jump into that we're gonna shout out the netherlands and Ru- the, the russian federation Woo! that's interesting Right. For being our top listening countries outside of the United States. We're going to shout out San Diego, California and Tacoma, Washington for being our top listening cities outside of Portland. Real quickly, let me shout out the wall of moms at the Portland protests um, out here protesting for black lives. And most recently, shout out to the the dads with their leaf blowers coming out. Community is happening. We like we gonna figure out a way to get this tear gas out of the faces. The leaf blowers is of our genius. That was kind of ingenious. Okay, shout out to Korea real quick because they've been doing this right. They've been protesting in this uh. regard. So. Uh, I have like one Twitter follower, but I'm like okay. immediately retweeting things that I see about <laughs> protests. And I saw this one really quickly about um, in, in a Korean protest where they have uh, teams basically of protesters. Mm-hmm. So there's a group of people that are the ones that extinguish any tear gas that's come at you. They have a group of people with leaf blowers they have a group of people that are human shields like right. everybody with their umbrellas so you're not going to just immediately hit us if we could uh adapt <laughs> right <laughs> get to, maybe this is the charge you know it like the, it's the thing about learning from history and repeating it or something like if you so if you if we could learn from it now as it's happening we could like be out here killing it but anyway <laughs> shout out to the moms and, and dads that are out here doing what they're doing for black lives and i want to make sure to uh remind y'all we need to uh rest brianna taylor's killers and we're gonna go ahead and name them jonathan Mattenly, f words brett <laughs> hankinson f words and miles cosgrove more f words yep and not just arrest convict with that being said we're going to jump over to our special guest, founder and CEO of Better and CMO of Sneaker Week, Jonathan Riley. How you doing, sir? <laughs> like we always do at this time. Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank yes. you. How y'all welcome, welcome, welcome. Doing good. Good. Today's good. been a day. This week's been a week. Yeah. yeah that, this that, year's been a year. This year's been a year. <laughs> This, this year has been, been a the, decade. The, the longest week <laughs> yeah. of the, the year or something like that. Damn, what day is this? Right. It's just 2020. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It ain't no days of the week. It's just 2020. It's just COVID-19 2020. I think yeah. that's just how we look at it now. Which is, my 14-year-old thought it was Sunday today, so I'm just going to throw that oh. out there. <laughs> yeah, it ain't. <laughs> but all caution to the wind. She's just right. out here. <laughs> I made her. I, I asked them to do chores today. Normally, chores start on Saturday. I uh-huh. asked them today because I was gone for a couple of hours last night for a meeting. Then I came home and it looked like I, there was a frat party that happened here. And I was like, there are cans, there are plates, there are like this is just like not how we live. I don't even know whose house is this. And 
we're currently I'm rewatching Stranger Things with uh with, with the baby of the family and and so I was like are we in the upside down like what exactly happened in our household that you thought it was fine to go to bed looking like this? y'all viral on TikTok you don't even know it yep man that is so possible yeah. and I wouldn't know it damn I gotta step oh. my social media up my social media anyway so I had them do chores today and mm -hmm. so I don't for whatever reason Kaylin at some point was like wait today is Friday mm. so yeah baby that's what we doing the yep it's a whole Friday it's been Friday all day until midnight that's where we at so yeah, that's what that COVID out. does but that's what yeah, the summer I mean, does. That's what not being able to go do fun stuff does. You don't have any idea what day it is. But back to basics. You know you're alive. Hey, <laughs> talk to back him. To basics. So I Bam. Did. I did. So for that's our it. listeners, um, so is, do you prefer Jonathan or John? What is I the... I turn around either way. It, it okay, I, I, I be shortening people's stuff just because, and then yeah. you, I get around some people and, and be like, everybody's saying the full that's name. Okay. Oh no, right. I definitely, oh. I definitely turn around and respond either way. I just, I go by both. Okay, so, I, so John, for the list, you just can you give them a, a a quick brief synopsis of who you are? Uh, Real quick. Well, yeah, I'm a father of two amazing. Two beautiful children, Rosie, Ruth, Riley, and Solomon, Zen and Riley, um, and my amazing partner, Amaryllis. Uh, we have a beautiful family here in Portland, Oregon. Man, that's some double names. From, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Uh, we, we, we doing our thing out here, but um, originally from Los Angeles, California, uh, born and raised, came out here to go to college, um, to Oregon, um, Oregon State, um, and... I never went back to California. Well, later on I did, but for the most part, um, staying in Oregon and creating a new habitat for myself. And um, once I graduated, it just pretty much kept drawing me back. So I uh, started at uh, Nike, um, moved to then Nike moved me to uh, L.A., and then they moved me to New York, and then I resigned about three years ago and then moved uh, the family back from New Jersey, New York. Uh, and it started better, and... Um, yeah, and hit the ground running with Sneaker Week, and uh, yeah, I haven't looked back since. So uh, that's a pretty much a snapshot of me. Yeah, uh, I have two follow-up questions that are immediate. Please, Please. <laughs> OSU from LA. Tell me about it. I didn't even know what Oregon was. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what where Oregon was. I heard of it because Oregon Trail. Like, what's a trail. beaver? <laughs> I am not even close. I, I knew. <clears throat> There was one, uh, Nick Barnett was a football mm. player. I went to A.B. Miller High School, which is my brother played with Nick. And that's okay. the only person I knew that was connected to Oregon State, the Beavers and whatnot. So that was my really only connection. But outside of that, it was, I didn't know, Oregon, only Oregon Trail, the video game, which is yeah. amazing as shit. Holla at us. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm from um, San Diego. I know the feeling. Yeah. 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 So, as, so as the Portland uh, original here, yeah, yeah, that's all you know. <laughs> yeah, that's literally. But I, I fell in love with it, and uh, you know, it's always called that's me back so when we move. We 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 always move and ended up coming back. So it's been a trip. It's funny that you say that because that's how I describe. I've lived uh, in a few other places, and I always said I'm from here, but I've I've, I've lived many other places, and I always say Portland calls me back somehow. Yeah. And it. I, what was your favorite does, place that you've left for? 
Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to say Philly. Mm. Uh, short, real quick <clears throat> follow-up, it would be Dallas. Like, I mm. had so much more fun in Texas than I expected. I lived so much better than I expected. And mm. Texas was just, a, like, I, I assumed... I was going to hate it. I was moving for a job. And so I was like, I can do anything for nine months. It'll be fine. No big deal. And then I ended up. I loved it. It was dope. Like cost of living is cheap. I felt like I was a rich person. Like I didn't have no, no, nothing. No kids, no, no partner. No, like I loved Dallas. Um, But Philly definitely for many reasons, Philly would be the one. And I don't ever want to live on the East Coast again, so I'll say that too. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Right, like Jersey is the. I feel like Jersey has that same thing where it's like Vancouver. You can live like a king, but who wants to live there? Yeah, it was. It it literally was like that. That's why we stayed in. We stayed in the Vancouver of New York. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, and it was. uh, Yeah, it was a trip. It was a trip, but we couldn't afford the city. Hell no, it's just people crazy. So. but no, I'm with you. West Coast is where I'm staying. Pacific yeah. Northwest. Y'all Pacific. traveled. Man. Y'all, y'all like you traveled, traveled too. You just I've just been up I've been up and down the I five. That's the hey, I'm the I five native. Right it, right? <laughs> that's, that's kind it. of just where you need to be. Like if we annex, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I'd be fine if the West Coast was just like the United States of the West Coast. Like be, I'd be f- I'd be, be good with that. But I feel like I feel like uh so my trips to Texas. And not living there, of course, just going as like a visit. I feel like out of all the places I've been, that feels the most homey to me outside of the West Coast. That's it, it was my flow, my vibe, yeah. my speed all the way around. How'd you do in that heat? So that was problematic. <laughs> but <laughs> that, so that's John, actually, what you <coughs> what you need to know about Can is that he his his gauge, his internal thermometer is like over when here. we get about when we get about sixty eight, we're done. No, I, no. yeah, like that's where my my, my cap. Look, I can do like that's what I said. I hear you. I just the thing is, as long as my vehicle got AC, the house got AC. Well, I, mean, I can deal with being everywhere outside. has AC. <laughs> Every single place has <laughs> AC in Texas. It's like Look, Arizona. This is the thing though, and I have figured this out. The thing is like so, like during the summers when we be out maneuvering. I learned last summer just to go with a basic shirt so I can get that sweat. The thing is, like, once I start sweating, it's about a 20-minute thing. Then it's like yeah. it re-regulates, and then it chills. But for that oh, 20 okay. minutes, it's like... You got to take it. You got to have something to take it. You got to have something to absorb that. And then be yeah. Ready you need else. the PD yeah. Papa. Yeah. My thing is, too, like I, I always it. tell people is that like I don't... Sw- I sweat from the face, which, like, I would I would take armpits nuts yeah. anything over yeah. the face and it just drenched so anything over that 75 and i take the face over any other what here nuts. it is i like that look hello <laughs> 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 Shorts. Yeah, like come on, bro. Nobody messing with you. Nobody messing with you. Nobody. Nobody want to play with you. Nobody want to hang out with you. Nobody want to dance with you. Nobody. All the things. It's like, bro, you can wipe that off. You can wipe. Yeah. That off. No, and believe me, I keep My a towel on a deck. Yeah, I keep a towel on deck. But sometimes it's like, damn, all I did was walk up the stairs. Why is this doing this? And I ain't that out of shape. Like I can do all the things, but you can run. 
but you can't yeah. walk up the stairs if it's too hot. Look, man, man. Yeah, anyway, listen, yeah, listen, <laughs> listen to your body. Just go on with it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you had mentioned better. Yes. Give us some insight to what better is. Uh, better is uh, we were listed as a marketing agency uh, by the for the U.S. government, uh, but okay. for the most part, we uh, we pretty much we. We just people, man. The idea of better is it's not a necessarily a brand. It's not necessarily a, a service, even though we do service. It's more so a lifestyle that we that we try to mm. teach. It's just more so mm. how do we live better? Um, we know nobody's perfect, but we know everybody to be better. Um, and that's really mm. the goal for everything we do. So it really is identifying, you know, a lot of our people of color and identifying the businesses that they can need their support in and marketing and energy and resources that you know we know how to do very fast and easy and efficiently and, and be able to give them a position that's better than where they were before for us that's you know positioning them to understand the value of you know teaching them the process educating them on how to get faster processes and um then you see them growing that's better you know then you see multiple <laughs> groups of people growing they say it's like it's just you know we want to harvest pyramids bro it's like that's the idea hey. you know, i might start yeah. crying everybody bear with me this no is, not even not even on that, is, but you speaking to my soul right now like this is but, it yeah that is yeah. so when i started so i started, I started in 2017 i was i was entertainment i was global entertainment marketing for nike so i was handling all kind of everything from projects with artists influencers movies all that shit. Um, but for the most part, I realized like a lot of that influence I was I was accumulating wasn't going back to the communities that needed it most, and um, mm. that's where essentially mm. just the, the idea of better was to give it back. Um, and wow. we partner, we work with all kind of folks. We partner with Nike and work with Nike. We partner with Adidas. We partner with. We're very brand agnostic, no competition, all collaboration. Um, we don't do um, the idea is not to have I don't have a, a, a thousand people under my under my thumb I don't I tell people I don't want nobody to come work for me I want to work with people so the Ooh. idea is not to have people come in and I hire John you hire me no I'm never hiring because the idea is for me to install something in you so you can do your own how can I help you do something for yourself so that way you're not working under somebody else's dream the moment you take a job in, in some cases if you cut you cut your dream off a lot of ways so for us, it's like waking people up and getting them back on their feet to say, hey, don't work for me, work for yourself, but we can work with you to get that to reality is the pretty much the goal. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. This has been a great episode. <laughs> no, thank y'all. Good night. Look, We're this done. is what <laughs> that every part of that and you know, every for listeners, single part of that. I've been in, 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 in Zoom calls with this man and this narrative translates every time we speak yeah that's what it is it's never about him it's about us always and that's it, that's it. It, it, it it speaks volumes and what you just articulated is amazing like amazing I appreciate it. i've seen so, it no y'all y'all the same reflections that's trust me i, I just be on the same hey. reflections so i appreciate y'all I, and i and i only i get that energy from the people that i'm around I, that's that's right. where it comes from so i appreciate you guys for real so when you the idea for it, I'm I'm, I'm sure you were see, probably seeing areas, you know, got to a yeah. point. But was there a moment that was like, oh, I'm doing this? Do you re, do well, you recall that yeah, moment? For sure. Um, well, so 2016, Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Everybody mm -hmm. remember that. Uh, 2017, I, re I resigned February in 2017. But there was a lot of things going on around the world. Obviously, a lot of killings of our people of our people. And um, I was working with the brand that wasn't saying anything slash benefiting off of these things still. Um, you know, I was 
we weren't doing nothing. We weren't even saying nothing. And it was just, and I was in, and I was in the, the higher up conversations where, you know, we're actually getting ready to put out statements and then we take it back and water it down even more and then take it back mm. and water it down even more and oh, take an idea that to help fix the problems and support so the communities and take that down and water it down to an equality t-shirt. Like I see mm. it. Like, so to me, it's like, uh, I can't give that energy to, to, to those things anymore. I'd rather give my love and influence hey. back to the things I needed the most. And and that, that was like a big part that was driving on me. But I remember just when the North Dakota pipeline was happening and I, call, mm. I was doing a big project with N7 and Taboo was a good friend of mine. And he was a big oh, part dope. of that. And, you know, me and him, me and Taboo talking about it. We're like, yo, what do we do? Like, yeah, this is what we're for. This is the program. This is N7. This is what we're supposed to do. And, and I just remember um, calling my, my man over at Nike N7. Just like, what do we do? He's like, I can't do anything. Our hands are tied. We can't say anything. And I was like, well, what the fuck is the, excuse me what is the point of this is it just it's just product if it's yeah. just product then what are we doing and that's really i think that was really the point that really separated me from my giving you know nike my energy my passion yeah. uh my influence um my know-how uh whatever else they say i didn't have that i gave uh, <laughs> but i appreciated them and i still love the brand for what it gave me it kept food in my family's belly man um, it, you know it got me a chance to travel the world uh, yeah. It gave me a lot, but I also know I'm not going to be a slave to it. And that's where right. better came to idea of breaking away from that mentality and not getting comfortable and giving, giving it back to more people than myself. This, all of this I know we have other questions, but we can be done. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, like that, like you don't get to hear that, uh, perspective that often right and i know that there's a lot of use in the way of being somebody who is uh qualified to do all of the things at uh any of these brands mm -hmm. and are not listened to are not uh taken seriously in that particular moment like they'll take you seriously for all of the influence that you can get them mm -hmm. but then when it comes to <laughs> Uh, this is most important. They'll be like, well, you know, like you saw what happened. They didn't do nothing for. The, they didn't say nothing about Cap. They didn't say nothing the entire time. Then a few years later, once he's out of the league, then they want to put a shoe on for him and they want to give him promotion and they want. Yo, and, you know, and it's just like, hold on, man. This is the stuff we're talking about. But it was just like there was. Yeah, I I can go on for days, and I and I don't want. And it's not. I'm not saying I'm bad yeah, out in the brand. Yeah, we're I, not disparaging. It's a game. Yeah. It's not. It's more. It's a machine. People need to understand. It's not like kind people. It's not. That's not what. No, more than is, anything, right? it's, it's capitalism. It's, it's capitalism. That's, Literally, yes, yes. It's, it, it, yes it's unfortunate is, because it comes through our our communities first. Our community is the yeah. most influential, and our community yes. is the most impacted, and our community is the most profitable for them. Yes, so it is the most uh, disturbing way of seeing a monster devour something that's so kind and gentle and fragile and abused and call it okay and so for me it was like no we got to break the mold but that's not just them there's a lot there's all, all yeah. them. right the right 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 for the most part it's just um you know breaking that mold and just you know really being an educator of, the, of those programs and those mm -hmm. platforms and not being a, a down talker because you know yeah. we ain't who got time for that right 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 right, right. <laughs> we all about the I uplift yeah. <laughs> that's important because I mean that's you know clearly your personal mission statement you stuck to that there's yeah. many people that you know grab a role and it's a certain brand it's like well I'm, I'm just gonna stick it right this out because of the status and you know so on that right. that brings yeah. I work my 
that's how to get there because yeah. I started. That's where me and Herbert. I'll tell you about my, my business partner Herbert Beauclair. That's where we met. Is that Nike Retail? So I when I, I moved to after I graduated Oregon State, I worked out here at Enterprise Rental Car for like a few months. Dominated that. Was annoyed with it because I hated sales. You know, I was really yeah. good at it. Then I, I decided we went to Florida. Uh, my brother went to nursing school out there, so we moved to Florida. Lived in Florida for a year. Got my master's. Came back. Found out we were having Solomon, our son. So Solomon's on his way. I moved back to Portland. We just moved back to Portland. I tried to find a job. I got only job I got was uh, Nike retail part time under. So took the job. But this was like the starting. We were starting um, opening up the new store downtown. So they were moving from the nursing okay. town. They were opening up this new the new premier store of Portland in Nike. Sure. So being a part of that process was um, groundbreaking because I got. And you were at Nike Town. That uh, well, it was just Nike Portland. Nike Town was the old one. The Nike Nike Portland was the new one. That oh, you fit the market. sorry. So I just want to make sure you started your Nike retail situation yes. with Nike Portland. Then yeah, yeah. Okay, and, all right. And, and worked out, marked my way through retail to go to global entertainment marketing. And do you and know how that doesn't marketing. happen? <laughs> I know how it doesn't happen. And I was a, and the funny thing is, like just how I am today, just how I am today, I was an advocate for those for those like me who had more than all the qualifications and didn't get the opportunities in retail to get a chance to go into the actual corporate offices. So it was right. part of the field. It was called field first program. So I was actually yes. speaking to the direct to consumer team. All I'm speaking to all the higher ups of, on behalf of retailer on the retail employees talking about to give us a chance. And, you know, and, and so I've always been like that dude that's always advocated and being, and being, you know, the voice of the people, I guess you say, but for the most part, Working my way through that, then going through entertainment marketing, and then moving, then being successful, and taking all my knowledge. I guess it's like all that information I had in my head that I didn't have a platform to share it with. It started to unravel, and then I really just took off and understood where I was, where I was good, what I was good at, and uh, I, st- I feel like I still haven't even gotten to that point yet. Uh, but that was a, that was where I really started to get my confidence and you know in myself. I think really. Righteous. So shout out to you for being an ad- advocate for people because I worked at the, my first real job, my, I've had jobs uh, when I was a kid. Like I worked for my mom's business. I, you know, did things, but my first real job outside of any family business was the Nike factory store on MLK. I was about to say, I'm sure it was. Yeah. You from Portland? If you from Portland, you probably, and you were, yeah, you probably worked at one of the Nike stores, the employee store downtown right. or at the factory. Oh, and see, l- let me be clear. I was like not driving to Beaverton. That was never going to be a reason that I was. <laughs> Wait, when did the max like, come though? Oh, the, the, so the max would have happened for me. Like, mm-hmm. but this was before that. So, okay. and I, well, so, and I lived in that neighborhood. So it was uh-huh. like, I can walk to work. Or I can, you know, to, right? Easy. So, eat super easy. So I worked there, and it was like they don't want you to win. Like it, it, it that in that particular group, and there were some good management yeah. folk there when I was there, but like the the idea was like they were trying. It was this crab in a barrel, crawl crawl your way yeah. to the top kind of thing. Yeah. So. But they didn't even care about sneakers and they didn't care about any culture of it. It was just literally just like, how do I get to? It's the same thing in the corporate. Okay. All right. So, I mean, so maybe I'm glad I didn't go there. Right. (laughs) But like, that's what I wanted, John. I was like, this is my world. This is all I cared about at the time. Right. And my dad was like, stick it out, baby girl. You can do this. Like, all you got to do 
show them your talents, show them your skills, show them the, the information that you have, that kind of thing. And nope. <laughs> no, because the person you showing it to, the person you showing it to really don't give a damn. And they just or they oh, stole your shit and gave it to the yeah. higher up of them and they got promoted. Like, which is what hard. I watched happen multiple times with multiple ones of us of being like, that was your idea, right? To merchandise like that? That's oh, the, okay. same, the same formula you're talking about is the same formula that is in corporate. Only difference is there's larger salaries, larger egos, sure. and a lot more better titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And more meetings. That a lot of dysfunction. <laughs> yes. A lot of yeah. meetings to talk about nothing. But yes. Meetings yeah. about meetings about meetings. That's yeah. my favorite part of the corporate world. <laughs> <laughs> about how long were you in before you started to notice that because again nike you know as an outsider that's like i probably Holy got like 87 right? 88 89 90 applications that have been sent um right. and I, you say this i will say this to all everybody that's listening the more you apply for multiple jobs at nike you get flagged and they won't call you back so that's a, some hidden things y'all need to know um not even shout hidden, out no. to hr tips <laughs> yeah if yes. you the more you the more jobs you apply for they see you as just trying to get in versus trying to be very distinct they want they don't want somebody who's multi-talented they want somebody who specializes in the job that they're applying for period Cute. they don't want you, they don't give a damn if you can do you know all of it <laughs> if you can do all the things okay. they just want to know if you can do that thing and that's it and the way you, they want you, you to and if you don't get yeah. it don't go try to apply for a job that's like that's like it but not it because then now uh, you're gonna say like he's just trying to get in they they really are it's, so it's now the whole process. i could have used this that, if that's wild because that's 15, the, 17 look, years ago <laughs> everybody same I, I trust me i trust me i trust me I, i've been there <laughs> this right. is where when getting to doing the school district stuff it's the complete opposite is what yeah. hr was like no just keep keep going that's apply for that's everything it. Look, no, everybody everybody and that's that's the only so when i moved back remember i said i moved back from florida i was finished my master's so i'm like yeah. man i got multiple working experience i've been doing i've been working leading uh or community organizations fraternity president i've done all this all the things and i couldn't get a call back but i was trying to apply for every job that i was qualified for but they were like i sent that i was flagged the only job i got called back for was the nike retail part-time under and i, and I said shit, i'm gonna take it because I, and i didn't want it but i took it and i didn't look back <laughs> and that and see that's the thing that that's how i guess i've approached it too in that sense of i can get in here at you know whatever angle yeah and then from there once it's, it's in, open case once i'm in yeah I, yeah, yeah it was like this i'm a, I, I, yeah it's a whole different story it was a whole and i and i, and I leverage it it's like i use everything to the tool belt uh and you start, hey. I learned, I observed, I, I, then I saw it as I turned the perspective to say, uh, I'm going I'm to learn this shit from the ground up. So when I am CEO, yes. I'm going to know that nobody can tell me I don't know much. That was my thought. Look. Um, and so <laughs> then I went in there. I mean, so I worked hard. I was boy of the month. I was recognized here. Yeah, I mean, I, I scrubbed the toilets. I was the first to do this. I, I, I mean, that shit was yeah. like, cause I was there for like a career. Everybody else was there for a job. And so, yes. <laughs> so that was the difference. Yes. Uh, but. It's also getting to know the right people and getting in the right spaces and knowing how to network properly and knowing how to that not get flagged for shit that you don't know. Um, yeah, it's 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 and that information isn't privy to a lot of people. That's the part of where right. sneakily essentially comes from too. Is getting access to that. <laughs> that part. It's it's interesting um, taking that into account where the idea of 
going from the bottom to the top, like legitimately yeah. starting here. Yeah. And I think about a lot of the things that I've taken myself, uh, taken upon myself to learn and, 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 and try to figure out has been based yeah. on wanting to know how to do this so yeah. that when I'm in a situation where I'm dealing with somebody that I'm probably paying for this or whatever it may be, I have an understanding of what it takes. Yep. That's why it's but being a creative and learning a lot of the things that I've learned, it's been more on I know I understand yeah. why these things cost when I have a client, you know, or have had clients you know. that yep. Yeah, it's like I got to break this down and get this understanding from a ground level and when I'm jumping in here and sitting in a space that people that do this also to know I know what I'm talking about. So when I come yep. to you, understand. I'm not coming yep. here blind. Yeah, the dumbest shit you could do as anybody is stop learning. <laughs> that like, literally, that's the dumbest shit you could do because just because people think that they have a profession or they have a goal or they have a certain status or they have a certain title or they have any anything, it don't give a damn. You have three kids, five kids, a thousand kids, it don't matter. Right. The dumbest thing you can do is stop learning because you always gotta learn. Like there's there's no way to get this figured out. So if the more you can At learn, take, take, especially when it comes to programs like that, where it's like that's how I. Essentially, that's how I learned how to build websites. That's how I learned how to uh, build nonprofits. That's where I learned how to do business. I learned all my business by using my own self as a case study. Like what I yes, needed to do, see. what I needed to learn. I said, if I'm gonna do this for another company, I need to learn to do it for myself first, and then I can learn how to do that, and then I can do that for other organizations and people that I believe in that I'm gonna do it for free, so I can learn and use that as a case study. And then I just kept doing it. And then it's like, then somebody say, hey, I really like how you did that. Can I pay you to do it? Then it was like, oh yeah, I know how to do this. Then it was like a whole new learning process. Of how do I charge for this? How do I make sure I deliver on this? But then it was also yeah. like, that's a whole new business process. So it's like all that information's there. And then the more you connect with people, the more you can have people that share that same information and that network. Yes. And it's like, man, this is, yes. it's, it's, you don't have to be an expert in everything, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't be afraid to know a little bit of everything. That part. <laughs> like that's the part a lot of things that uh, picking up on is just just yeah. enough to know and understand yeah. the process if nothing else yeah. yeah that's hard absolutely um so one of the things i want to point out when uh you sent over the bio little quick updates and that last line of hmm. being a cool ass dad yeah <laughs> is that your favorite title out of all the titles you have uh i honestly think it is i think that's my first that's my first everything, man. That's like the standard of everything that I've become. So it's, uh, and it's like, I feel like I am a cool guy's dad because I know there's not right. a lot of dads like me. Like, I know, I, I know, um, but I feel like there's not a lot of people like me either. And I feel like there's not a lot right. of people like you. And I feel like there's not a lot of Righteous. people like Morgan. I feel like, so that to me, everybody's so unique. And I don't, yeah. and I feel like the most people, if, if we found something that like I say our superpowers and we're not afraid to share that, yes. it makes other people feel comfortable to share their superpowers and identify other people that, have those same characteristics or themselves and it's like own us and and, yeah, and yeah that's one of the things i owned i practice daily i, I preach it daily i love it daily i give it daily um <laughs> they know that and yeah yes. well, I, yeah it's something that i that's between that's an unbreakable bond that i definitely want to that i make sure that i lean into everything that i do so folks know yeah john's a father first before i before you ask him to do anything he's a father first yeah so i could tell that just from your bio like i yeah. i could tell that that's the most important part is what you leave on to me mm. uh so you lead with certain things and then you end with certain things and you ended mm. with that and it was like that's clearly the most important thing <laughs> and right <laughs> but is it a self 
self uh title or did they give you the title <laughs> oh no this, this is self this is self this is self oh yes oh but they but they the thing is they know though they know because look yeah. they, they just know and they they know because i don't have to say it like that's the it's funny real. part like i don't yeah, have to say real. it and they and they and they see it how i hang out with other people's kids and they see how yeah. their kids love me and like damn your dad is so cool and it's like they know it's like yes yeah, so i ain't gotta I, i'll be checking you too i'll let you know right but, but it's also for i'm te like i tell them the reason i'm this way is because i'm teaching them how to give that same energy back to their kids like so all the things I didn't right. know or I didn't have when I was young, how do I get it now? Just because I didn't know it then doesn't mean I need to not know it forever. So that's Look. the same step of just filling in those gaps and then showing that back to them. So cool as that, chill, let them be them. But at the same time, <laughs> you, got, you got a responsibility and it's, yes. so, and it's so much bigger than them importantly. It's more, it's a, so much, and they know that. And at the end of the day, yes. um, that's all I can leave them with. I can't leave them with nothing else <laughs> except for that that Man. line of confidence and self being and empowerment. Everything else, I ain't, I ain't dying for no to leave them no millions of dollars. Hell no, I'm trying to be here. Look. I'm trying, right. I'm trying to be here. Look. But if we get it, we got it. Cool. But right. that ain't gonna change this. That ain't gonna change who you are and why you are. I That's grew up with a cool ass dad, so I just want to <laughs> be clear about how cool that shit is. Like, there are. I think it's cool there that are... dad calls you a lot too. Oh, my dad calls me all the time. <laughs> I think that's so cool. <laughs> that's my man's. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like that. That I grew up with the cool ass that my dad, my my dad, my parents were the cool parents in a different way, um, uh -huh. in the way that they were older than everybody else's parents, but they mm. were always cool as shit. Yeah, <laughs> still. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> What's and, cool, uh, always cool. What's right? Cool, like, right. Cool. it's embodied. Like, like if yeah. you're being you. And that's and yeah. that's one of the things that made them cool to me. And yeah. I know that, like, kids don't necessarily always get it from their parents because they're looking at you as parents. And they're, you know, yeah. they go to their school and they have fun with their friends. And they're like, my yeah. parents are old people or whatever. <laughs> Even if you're not old, it doesn't matter. You're yeah, old to them. Right? Yeah. Right. Definitely. Like, I grew up with some cold, some cool ass parents that gave me so much game and then would mm. give my friends that game. Mm. And just in a, well, you here, you might as well yeah. learn something, right? Yeah, you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and my dad would do that. And so I'm just, I just want to shout it out in the way of they're going to remember that. There's, yeah. there's going to be a time when they're 40 years old, like, yo, my, when I was eight, dad said this. Mm -hmm. And that's something that they will have then carried since they were eight. And you don't even think about it. It's not even a thing to you, yeah. maybe, that it was just like a little piece of game, like no big deal. Just, it's, a, it's, you it's know. It's funny because now they do that to me. Like now it's because they, now they, they resemble that. So it's like they just, it's mm. like now my son be putting me on stuff. So like now, honestly, when I got work, when I have work and decks and projects, I'll let him go through it. He goes through my stuff like I go through his homework and I do homeschooling. So yes. he ain't he ain't easy on me like I'm not easy on him. But he's giving it to me from he a straight, clear it. perspective. But and also from like he'll give me like context to it. And I'm like, damn, who are you? Like, <laughs> I'm like, All right, I, I, need, I need to slow down. Maybe I need to slow down. I need to slow down. Look, look, look. No, how are you so forward thinking, child? Like. <laughs> That's, like, that's right. Yeah, but so that's that's, that's it. That's you and mom. That's 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 we what just that is. To, I just put we try to put it 
in position. That's literally like, here. You got to figure it out. FIO. I always say, I always say FIO, figure it out. Like yeah. that. You just got to figure it out. Like you go, you can do it. And that's, uh, I think that's helped the most. Man, a couple of pieces, a couple of things. The funny thing with the FIL is that used to be on the chore board because Sunday mm. or Sundays was we're gonna figure it out, we'll figure out what we need to yep. do on Sunday. Yep. All the other days were in there. Um, <laughs> with that, like Morgan, like I had my daughter here for four years from 10 to 14, mm. and as you said, that label gets I am who I am, regardless yep. of what space I'm in. This is Cam, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And right. I can get over here with my goonies or i can sit in yeah. the room with the suits right yeah yeah with my, my my daughter and her friends like when she moved down here you know it was it coming i don't have family and stuff here so it's 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 us when she uh -huh. showed up you know friend group i think the parents were a little weary at first because it's like just dad and you know having the daughter here having them come over you know get around 12 years old this became the hangout this yeah. was yeah. the spot. You're chill. This yeah. was you right. Yeah, we we we, we over here. I got like part about having a cool four, ass dad. Yeah. Is like, that my yeah. house was the spot. Your that. house was the spot. Yeah, that. But being able to give that game, like you know, you kind of said, just being around, yeah. you gonna get it. We yeah. we all. I'm not treating nobody different. When we here, we are doing this. Yep. yep. And I'll let your parents know oh, what's kids. going on. Yep. It's yep. yeah, and yep. that's why to this day I get called dad by. A few different races of kids that yeah. <laughs> see me in a store and it's awkward. <laughs> like, hey, uh, nice yeah, yeah. good, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, my it's dad was a, Uncle Nick to so many people look. that it, it like, well, it'll mess me up when someone gives me a um, memory of my dad or a, a situation that they had with him that I don't remember because it wasn't yeah. mine. And yeah. I'll, you know what I mean? Like they that's, they had that. that that's and it'll be like, whoa, what? Yes. He that's, influenced that's you to do powerful. anything or live or, you know what I'm saying? Like That same just, point, Morgan, that's a lot of the stuff that's, so they see that now for me. So when, then they, um, a lot of the work I do, a lot of people like appreciate it so much. And, and yes. so my kids, they'll like, now we're walking around, they're like, Oh man, your dad and they, they have a story because it's like we we instill something different into their energy or <laughs> into their, or help elevate their business and it's but it's not but it's coming from such a whole wholesome and pure place and for my kid that's like the coolest for me so he'll have them see that yes. and see and witness it yes. because then they see because they know what I they know what I give back they know they they see the right. other side you know they see that part but they also see that I'm I'm always giving it back and and for them that's like uh it's like the perfect transparency to kind of show them like my work but also at the same time the result when it, it has nothing to yes. do with us it's yes. just really on them like I'm, we're not living any better we're not charging you we're not making right just, this like, is what it looks like point, when you give, right when you give in that with, moment with love so it's been that's just the cool that's like to that point it's like that i love those moments and yeah, he, yeah it just it just makes me feel good so when i know i'm long gone they're gonna have a lot of people that are just no like right. real life so i have been to bars where there's only older white men yeah <laughs> and somehow they will be like, are you Nick Jones's daughter? <laughs> yeah. Also, Morgan been like in the same uh, since birth. Morgan didn't have that same face since birth. So. Yeah, all of this is the same. <laughs> you met her at two. Then. I, want to see a, I want to see a picture of your father, too. I want to see a oh, I'm, I'm going to send, I'll send you all the good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So my dad went to a U of O. I was going to make some duck beaver jokes and I decided against okay. it. I'm all uh, you got, you I, I'm from a, 
No, I don't. I don't care. I, I went to BSU. No... So, <laughs> but like my whole family went to U of O, so it's, uh, it's a whole duck situation. Yeah. Uh, so I was gonna make it, and then I was like, I don't care. Why would we do that? Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, my dad, you know, like he he was a thing back then, and there are people that will be like, I don't look like my dad. I look exactly like my mom, and it, so there that kind of thing is weird to me. Where it's like, <laughs> how do you see do? it? I'm sorry. What? what was your dad? Your dad was an artist. What was your dad doing? Oh, my dad played basketball. Oh, he, so finger way, roll way, Jones. Right, right. Way back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was, okay. Uh, uh, the Jones family in Portland was a big deal for basketball, and then uh, oh, they all yeah. went to U of O, and then they, oh. all, uh, my dad and my uncle were in the NBA. But again, I say, go ahead. One thousand million <laughs> years ago. So that's how my dad describes it. This was a thousand million years ago. No one cared. That's what that's he said. Dope. Um, but yeah, like, so the people will be, will say something to me. Like I went to college with your dad. He was so great. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you, so you skipped dope. a lot of chapters. You skipped a lot of chapters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> you, you didn't tell me about your dad being the NBA and you just said, I went to a bar with some random white men and they, uh, you didn't tell <laughs> what me what happened. Look at her dad is an actual um, celeb out in these yeah, streets. Celeb is the wrong word. Card, <laughs> He got top 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 seventy nine cards. Like I know. Like, goodbye. Oh, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Fair enough. You're right. I skipped a couple chapters. Yeah, you skipped you. a lot of chapters. Boy, you left out to dry. <laughs> <laughs> the farm was kind of white. All I was trying to say is I got a clap dad, and I know what that means. What you gonna do? That might be that, that might be the best question ever. What's your daddy do? <laughs> <laughs> what exactly is it? <laughs> I got you. No, that make, now I got context. I'm good now. <laughs> but but weird either way. Like it, That's it, awesome. for me, it was always weird. And he would tell. He loves this one particular story of. He took me to um, every father kid thing that he got invited to. I'm I'm their only child, so if it was a father son thing, I was there, right? So he took Why me not? to a father, right? right. I, I'm his kid, so this yeah. is the kid I Let's have. Go. Let's go. <laughs> so I didn't at know that. one That's particular, tight. yeah, at one particular father son thing, he took me to. These people asked for his art- autograph, and I was like. Why do they want your autograph? You're just my dad. <laughs> what could you? What so could wait, you how, be doing? So your dad was already was he done playing by the time you were already done ready? playing by then? He was okay. done playing basketball. Didn't see no photos in the house, but you oh, we had photos everywhere. Oh, I knew exactly, but that so, wasn't that didn't register to me because that was a long time ago, right? <laughs> and I lived with him in the and, olden days. And all he does is tell me to shut up and do things. That yeah. did, he, did he give them the autograph, though? Oh, no. He's out there signing autographs. And I was like, yeah. dad, like pulling on the on the elbow. Like, hey, what do they Come want on. your autograph for? You're just my dad. Like, what is this? He's like, watch this. What do you do? <laughs> right. And whatever age I was at that point, I didn't grasp it. I didn't understand That's that dope. he was. And, you know, kids don't really understand, like, a life outside of right I'll be in you that. know yeah. they don't have that that's perspective dope, so yeah yeah selfish that's dope. <laughs> hella 
Thank you for your efficiency, Cam. Kids are selfish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad about it. Okay, so (laughs) so we got better. What about Sneaker Week? Because Mm -hmm. you are the chief marketing officer for Sneaker Week, which is something that I keep being like finding myself at and being like, hey. I'm a sneakerhead in Portland. How come no one ever? Uh, right quick, yeah, before you dive some. off into that, right quick, just know that I my my degree is in social science, and I tell Morgan this. I really wish I would have did marketing. Which you that, know, marketing is everybody, like, man. You already got it, it's everything. You have Morgan it. told me the same thing that <laughs> don't need you. Yeah. You dress nice. You already know what to do. Your marketing is as simple as a smile. I tell everybody, right? That's as simple. That's marketing. <sighs> I'm writing that down. God damn. That is a case in point. You walk into a grocery store or any convenience store and you see somebody behind the register. They smile at you. You feel 10 Mm -hmm. times. They say hello. You feel 10 times more empowered to spend money. You actually feel like you need to spend money Mm. because Mm. they actually acknowledged you, especially if you're black. You feel like, okay, they appreciate my not being followed in the moment. Exactly. Yes. But if they get you walk into that store and they don't even acknowledge you, they don't look at you and they purpose to ignore you or they roll their eyes or something, anything different, it's going to make you. Regret your pocket. Walk even, if you, even if you need the milk, you might you might buy mm. it already and you've already still walking to that aisle mad that you gotta buy this milk, but you need it. And you don't you're already waiting for this interaction between you and this person because you already are you already offended. But you but it's not now you you have to figure out how to be taken not personal <laughs> and just get that, the milk because the milk still needs to be bought. That's the difference between marketing. It's, are you gonna yes. make it easy for people to feel like they empowered to buy there, or are you gonna make them feel like they don't like they shouldn't? Because sometimes they don't have a choice, but really it's the actual reality is nowadays they do, and you got to be able to make sure you got you got to yeah. raise your hand right. Did you want that one or that comeback? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. which one do you want? That one and done yeah. or that comeback? But yeah, yeah, tell us about this sneaker week joint. Um, sneaker week. Uh, we so we so uh, sneaker week was founded by Herbert Beauclair and uh, Megan Davis. They're both based out of here in Portland, so. Herbert's uh, the creative marketing director uh, for Pencil Footwear Academy, and Megan Davis is the Wacom experienced uh, manager uh, here, which is Wacom is the, I mean, anything that's tech, really. They do all the art pieces uh, for, for Pixar and all those major, um, I mean, even footwear industry brands where they do the design on those tablets. Um, yeah. So they're pretty big on those pieces, but um, they created the idea of uh, Sneaker Week by just thinking about they were doing programs back and forth between Wacom and Pencil and uh, Megan and Herbert had a good conversation about, you know, how is there all of these different types of weeks in the during week, Burger Week, Beer Week, you know, mm. all these different weeks in Portland, but there's no Sneaker Week and we're actually here in right. the, heart, you know, the heart of the footwear culture as far as yeah. Nikes, Adidas, Under Armour, King, uh, uh Oh, Keen is here. Yeah, Keen is here. Mizuno, uh, Columbia, obviously. So it's like we got all all these footwear brands. Like these are their headquarters here, and and that that those headquarters include their employees (laughs) and their leaders. That's a big part. Like, think about that. Uh, And then that goes into their agencies, which is the people that execute their plans. So Mm -hmm. they're widening Kennedys, their industries, their Henry V's, their you know. IDLs, these major industries that are not global are here as well. These are global right. industries that are servicing right. multiple familiar brands that you all see, and they're based here in Portland to service these footwear culture. But they don't do anything in the footwear 
part of Portland. <laughs> they don't like all these brands are here, but there is no branding. The closest you'll get to knowing anything about Nike as a visitor from uh, coming to Oregon is going to the MLK company store. That's about as cool as you're going to get. Um, yep. And that's a factory store on MLK. The only coolest thing about it is no sales tax, but that's all over the state. But <laughs> right. at the end of the day, there's no there's no fan, there's no feel of Nike. You landed in the heart of the footwear culture. There's no feel of there's a right. Nike Nike's here or Adidas is here. You got to go find them, um, and they don't want to be found. They just they're oh. all super protective and they super don't want to be interactive with that stuff. But they're okay. in Chicago and they're in New York and they're in LA and they show up in those major cities heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Millions of dollars, millions of industries. They have these satellite offices in there, big time offices in there, and then there's those agencies are also in those other cities as well. But they activate yeah. very well in these different ag- in those different cities. Uh, but they don't do anything in Portland. Not a damn thing in Portland. None of them. Um, yeah. To us, that was uh, that really became a great opportunity for us to bring uh, to bring this closer together, and that's where Sneaker Week came from. It's really connecting the footwear industry to the sneaker community. Um, getting people access, opportunities, awareness about the footwear industry on many levels, not just the product, uh, but the marketing, the, the sport, the music, the art, the design, yeah. the tech, the sustainability. Um, I mean, we go into all that. And that's really just uh, yeah. aligning and collaborating with all the different people that are within the industry. So we partner with the brands. We partner with the hotels. We partner with yeah. um, all these different platforms into entrepreneurs numbers yes, uh we, yes. we partner with as much people as we can to really represent portland put on for portland showcase this amazing unique community we have um a lot of people don't know that there are black folks in portland so we definitely make sure that we represent <laughs> ourselves and we bring in the, the, the rest of the culture with us um uh, uh that's pretty much what we've been doing it's going to be uh going on year four this year we uh didn't okay. have too much of a shift with what's going on because we went from being more physical digital where we were mm-hmm. physical in the last few years now we're going virtual so we'll okay. be opening the doors for everybody now whereas uh before it was kind of just closed off uh we still mm-hmm. streamed and stuff and not as that wasn't the focus now this year we're going to go right. straight di- virtual so different workshops different you know working with you guys do some different podcasts working yes. with you know, um, different artists to do performances all the way down to um, meditations with, you know, my man Aaron. So yes, the whole Aaron. idea to show this whole concept of just community here in Portland and we are collective uh, from different ideas from food all the way ranging to, like I said, meditation, yoga. So uh, yes. surfing around footwear. So it's in, invited for everybody. We super juiced about it. Uh, we moved, we shifted fast with COVID. We're making sure we're being mm-hmm. safe with it. But we want to make sure we we let people know we we you know we we way better than than, than one thing that's going around. We can we we're, we're creators, so we we yes. can communicate, collaborate, and create a lot faster than a lot of brands um, and a lot of um, industries because we you know we yes. don't owe anybody nothing. We're just doing this for our community. Which is wild to think that you know you've been running this for four years and there was nothing of this magnitude or i mean i'm sure people probably thought of it but execution is what matters right um yeah there was so there was a thing there somebody tried to do a sneaker week before and it was like uh uh-huh. like it was like a so we're sneaker week pdx is our domain.com okay. but there was somebody yes. who did a sneaker week but they bought the domain but it was like they did like a, it was like an article thing it wasn't nothing like it was just it was old and it was like outdated but we, that was like oh that don't mean nothing like we we trying to create experiences <laughs> right. we trying to create right. we trying to bridge but 
they were also not based in the heart of the footwear community, the culture. Like, we yes, have, that's the one thing that we have. The flying proposition is like that's something we have that nobody has. We have access to the designers, the artists, the I mean, for the people in the brands, in the agency, we partner with all of them. We create with all of them. The hardest part now is, um, you know, a lot of brands don't allow their employees to purposely uh, collaborate mm. these days because there's so much tension going on and they don't want those uh tension issues being released to the public uh freely right. so you're, you're starting to see a lot of uh these these uh, brand employees being restricted to participating in such creative mm. and community activations which is very unfortunate but it's the bullshit that we've been talking about and been addressing right and it's literally the slave mentality you can't go over there and don't be putting those thoughts in their head type thing so um, yes, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but that's essentially what Sneaky Week is. It's a breakthrough of all that. Our theme this year is kicking down doors. Um, the idea of who are the people that are kicking down doors, who's taking over, like what what systems are we living in that we can't continue to create and we can't expand for ourselves, and um, we're gonna be highlighting a lot of people that are doing that. This is th this is all the things, and Man, you know it's it's interesting being an outsider. Of course, moving here, I've been here though almost a decade now. So I feel yeah. like at this point, I'm a native yeah. almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, with that is like um, understanding just true culture, right? Some people are talking like I'm, I'm in no way, shape, form will claim sneaker head because I understand yeah. what that actually is. I just have a lot of shoes that I like, <laughs> right? Um, with that also walking around and just seeing the, like I live in Beaverton. I'm yeah. three minutes from the campus and... Yeah. Seeing the, the 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 feet heat as they call it, um, that be sneaky. I really be tripping out sometimes. Like, oh, you out here dressed like a substitute teacher, but what you got on your feet is crazy. Like, right. <laughs> and seeing that on a, on a, on a regular, and it's it's funny because it's I feel like, yeah, that's what I was gonna comment on. Yeah. It's like the people I would never expect to do the foot check when right. I'm walking into a place. Right. I've gotten those looks from people or got some thumbs up or some, you know, a little nod to my to my kicks by yeah. people I would have never, ever thought would have said something. But it's Portland has the it's the richest city with footwear. Like when I say like there's like this is the, the hub. So like the headquarters, they don't they got real tighter on these things, obviously. Uh, but yeah, like samples. I mean, like I mean, employee store. I mean, like. I mean, just the network of just the footwear, like it's so many shoes that people have never seen based here. And you see, and I ain't gonna lie, like we have so many homeless here, but most of the homeless here have fire ticks that would be off the chain anywhere in the city. Like they're walking around with like Jordan's five, like, 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 yes, like the hottest kicks. And, but it's, that's, that's just Portland. That's so unique to Portland. And that's so, it's just, that just shows you a combination of how wide ranging Portland is. It's like, you, you see those different things, but, um, you know, when most people come to Portland, um, it's like everybody's looking at you. Everybody identifies shoes because that yeah. you pretty much look at a shoe and know if they either work for Adidas. But who's their allegiance, really? If you yeah. see somebody, yeah, 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 that's it. Nike, <laughs> you know, they all that's they work for Nike or they're with somebody yeah. with Nike. Then that they really only wear Nike because they're representing their family now and they get the employees uh -huh. access, so they don't they don't want to disrespect their employee <laughs> family and all that other shit. But it becomes just like this 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 gang of us versus them and it's like this community that's so separated but it's so mm -hmm. suffering the same problems it's like right. they're suffering the same the black community is in that in those organizations are suffering the same problems but they're so separated because of who they work for and that's kind of like the same mentality like it's yes. the same fit so um 
it's kind of funny because when you know when you see people come in when people come into portland they're, they're they're identifying everybody else's shoes but when people out of portland go out they are so excited to show off the shoes that they know right. nobody else has so it's like uh it's like <laughs> you know they just get jacked a little bit more but everybody claims it but you know it's, it's sad that the brands don't but um you know we we, I, we are i have a uh, when i was uh getting my aa um mm. i had a uh, i was doing multimedia and one of my design teachers worked for um adidas started out mm-hmm. at nike ended up over at adidas um and to this day he followed we follow each other on socials and he'd be hating on the nikes and i must have posted a picture with my daughter on her last birthday yeah. she turned 15 and she had some yeezys on and he finally came alive like somebody at least at least somebody in your family knows how to dress and it's like what like what it's a, and, and people he, hold on to it like his teens like it's look, like, like they graduated from nike or they graduated look, from adidas or like that's like the mentality it's like i said yeah. i've been called out it by each side of, of having a pair yeah. of adidas on some old school something it's like this is a fit like just say the fit works and it's like yeah. oh they, it, I cross. It, it, I try to cross contaminate as much as possible. So when I, when I guess like when uh, I wear Adidas, I wear some Nike. So it's like I don't want people to ever think that I'm like allegiance to just one. Where I used to be, like I, I saw. I mean, I used to get. I used. I mean, a part of my budget was to get product so I can influence people to want to wear the product. Mm. And when I was doing going to the concerts or going to the yeah. the, the the different meetings and shit. Uh, so for me, it's always like now it's just like man, that's where the cool card becomes because it's like now it's like cool is breaking the system is breaking like the the idea of color palettes is breaking the idea yes. of being logos or breaking the idea of, of, hey. of trying to you if know, y'all want to hear the rest uh, of this unrefined sophisticated so episode right. make sure to what check us out on all the major digital it? streaming platforms including soundcloud and that, and that spotify that's itunes iHeartRadio, etc and with that being said if you do choose to follow the rest of the show be prepared because we about to it's like and even within the brand as you pointed out because i know there was like the black nike employee picnic i've been to a couple times where it's like yikes that's a (laughs) real specific (laughs) setup yeah it's uh, set up with a little budget it's trust me it's uh it's all it's 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 a lot so in the vein of talking sneakers um what are some of your favorite sneakers and colorways I know a lot of people uh, will be like, oh, you know, a Jordan one, but it's like, oh, you can get real specific with that. Yeah, I, I would say, well, my favorite sneakers are um, I, that I don't have that I always wanted are the, the North Carolina 13s. Um, those are the ones that, those are the first time I really saw a shoe that I realized like that I wanted that, like, but I yeah. didn't get it and I still haven't gotten yeah. it. Uh, but I'm also like, I'm over it. And I had to work for yeah, a friend, yeah, yeah. had an access. I'm just kind of, I just, I just stopped chasing. But I, in okay. return, I got the, uh, the uh, bread 13s. And that was, those are my mom, my mom, remember, my mom got her income tax check. And I was like, uh, she allowed us to get something that was over a hundred dollars. And yeah. that was the first time I, I put that towards it. And she put in the extra 50 on the side for me, for, for the Jordans. And I remember, and they were only had, they were, they had one size left. Um, and they were eight and a half, and I really wore it. I was already at eight and a half, so it was already going to be a wrap, like for a few uh, weeks. But she got them, got them. I put them on. I never had expensive shoes ever before. My yeah. that was like my first time, like experiencing that. And I wore them shits until my toe was busted through the front. 
and so having the high having the high of, of having that uh that shoe and feeling that that energy from it and not even yeah. wanting to play in the game not even wanting to play around with them but i do because i want to see how they really do feel but not want to mess them up to all the way busting them down until they just busted in the toe busted out and getting ragged on because my toe is now it's like a whole now it's like you just shot jesus because your toe was laid out before the <laughs> And now it went, I had the most, all the, all the confidence into the lowest point of confidence where I didn't even want to wear them and I'm crushing my toe, trying to keep it in. Like to it, there's some young man's mentality, young black man's confidence, young black man's mentality of just trying to fit in and still be in the culture. That shit, that's like, it was psychological shit. So I know it did that. So for me, I always knew that was how it was for me. So I used, when I was at Nike, I used that to just, I was, I went from having all that to just having a plethora of shoes and having access to all this product and just seeing how we were yeah. just wasting, giving it away. And I used it to start purchasing it on my own when we had sample sales. I bought yeah. so much shoes on my own and then hosted football minicaps, just gave kids product, just giving them, just throwing shoes out. Just get, cause to me, that was like, to me, that was like the, 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 I wish somebody did that shit for me, but I, yes. also knew, I also knew that it was just a shoe at that point. Then I was like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, how do we use this shoe to create positive energy and i think for me that jordan experience that jordan 13 that was like my sneaker i still have it and i, I when i when I, I when it came out again it came out actually four or five a few years ago on my mm -hmm. birthday randomly and i got them and it was like a match made in heaven again i, I got them yeah. again and i wore them maybe once and now they're just sitting in my closet and i it's like I don't even I don't even wear sneakers, man. I got sneakers. Right. I, I just wear the right. same shit. So my favorite silhouette right. is, is the blazer. I just love a blazer. Simple. I just keep it simple because people it's hard, it's hard to judge me if I'm just simple. Shout out Faith because just recorded her. We was talking shoes. Blazers is what she brought up. Yeah, that was one of her grails. Mm -hmm. That's it's crazy. Just you running that down and me having a very similar experience with mm. uh the first team jordan that dropped and i believe that was mm. 97 or 98 and mm. that was my first shoe outside wow. of that before that it was pro wings and <laughs> whatever, whatever you chucks, get. that right. was that was what it was and that same thing of that toe working its way through right. and trying to but realizing what that did and you know and i've mentioned before like i know i have shoes like i have shoes based on that <laughs> that yeah. feeling yes yes that yeah. feeling yeah. <laughs> like i will never and that's kind of because yeah. as an adult but again with me saying that still never stood in nobody's line for no amount of time i am mm -hmm. not that guy never have been but again i enjoy a, enjoy a good sneaker <laughs> um, no, i do I, I i yeah i do i just don't pay for them no more it's like i can't do it it's yeah, just, I, can't, yeah. I can't give it back i can't i got too many to, to give it back but yeah. I take it all the time. I take different gifts from different parts. People that send us shit. Hell yeah. Right. But right. I, usually, I usually, if somebody needs it more, I'll give it up for sure. See, that's hard. That's hard. Um, well, tell us about Black Athlete and Ion. Uh, so, Black Athlete, we started last year. Uh, Black Athlete partnership with my man, our co founder, Dorian Smith, who's based out of uh, Albany. He works at OSU as a Black Student Success and Access uh, Coordinator, uh, holding it down for our, our students down that way. Um, he um, he was also a former athlete at OSU, played pro ball, went back to OSU, got his master's, and it pretty much took the way yes. and took the charge of, of leading the Black students and you know creating opportunities for 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 Black students' access and their retention and their success while at OSU. So 
he came we talked about uh creating a platform where we can give some of that information from the older black athletes and professionals back to the younger black athletes um yes. and that was something that me and herbert we uh connected and we all came together and came up with black athlete blaq q stands for the qualities in our in us and in our community um and the idea was just to really create different programs and platforms that allows black athletes to give back to black athletes um, in a way of self-entitlement, self-empowerment. Our three pillars are educate, enhance, and empower. Um, we focus on you know, providing different access. And the idea is not to just have us create this narrative. The idea is to have black athletes create their own narratives and use black athletes to tell their own story uh, and to get their own businesses and their own ideas. And um, for us to showcase, we work with universities, we work with leagues, we work with teams, we work with high schools, we work with schools. Um, so, so for us, it's always like this multi ways that we service, but it's also we we also from the we also from streets. We also didn't yeah. have that information. We also know what yes. it was like. We also know what it is like. So for us, we ain't trying to keep up with the young kids. We like, yo, this is for the young kids, but we gonna give it back to them as far as giving them access and opportunities. But we wanna work with brands and universities and the people that are leveraging black athletes to give back to us so that way we can actually give back to our students, whether that is financial, giving them financial literacy and creating these programs in, in schools, because um, now they're going to start getting paid. So we want to make sure that yeah. you know, what does yes. that look like for them to be able to know what they're, how they're doing their money and giving them the proper resources to do that, not just pay them and, you know, um, and then just you know shoot us off. And what does that money look like for distributing that to their communities as well? And so how do we develop programs for the communities to benefit from ticket sales outside of just you know the the, the boosters and the things like like that? So a lot of our programs are built on just breaking the barriers and working with pros, college, former, retired, young, all athletes, all genders, yes. all sports. Yes. See. And then Ion is our so quickly. Ion is our <laughs> is our nonprofit. So Ion I O N stands for influencers of neighborhoods. Um, influencers for short. Um, and that's just our concept of saying everyday people like ourselves are influencers. It doesn't matter how many Instagram followers you have or any of that, but of that yes. wax stats. Um, it's just people <laughs> who are given who are actually giving information and energy back to the youth. Especially, we have the, the biggest problem I believe in, in our culture and our community is that it's the information transfers so 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 hard. We don't have much ways to give back information. A lot of our uh, successful Black people uh, don't have a way to give that information back to the younger Black people to say how to be successful um because it was hard enough for us to get there it's hard for us right. to give it back and, and then, right. so we're trying to create pipelines and ways that all that information can we can pop that bubble and get it to drop and give that information and be able to sustain it um with data with resources with systems in place with strategy uh, with our own which is very important i think that's yes. i think the idea is like we're not looking for anybody to hand us anything we, we haven't everything we're doing we're doing it from scratch we're doing it from an idea that turned into a reality and we have people that believe in it with us so we all about gathering the troops and rolling together so that's essentially where we where we started and where we're going um but we're not asking for anything i think it's just more so we're collaborating with, with the right people see the running theme that i'm catching and the answers to most of these questions, people building bridges through and through. And so like, what are some of the first things you bond over people or bond with people over? Like, is, is there uh, something that, that, that you kind of lead in with and, and, and get a feel for? Uh, no, I would say, um, I, I was just having this conversation. I think what's transferred for me and just my energy and my reality is just being vulnerable and transparent 
like I just I'm very vulnerable and I'm ex I expose my vulnerability because I have nothing to hide. I'm not I have nothing to fear either. And I have nothing to be ashamed of and I have hey. nothing to be afraid of. And I don't owe anybody hey. shit and nobody owes me shit. Yeah. And I keep it that way. <laughs> and that's the way I, so for me, it just keeps my like, I'm not here for nothing else for that. And so but I know what I'm doing and I know how, how I'm doing it and I feel good about what I'm doing. And I know how powerful right. it is and I know it's so much bigger than myself. So uh, I'm not here for nobody's pleasure or nobody's please. I mean, I'm not on Instagram. I don't care. I don't. I'm not looking to chase. So for me, it's always uh, when I meet people, it's always I'm vulnerable, and I that I think for me it, it gives me a clear transparency of who they are too. Because if people, I see how people treat vulnerability, and it's a lot of people who are not vulnerable. Let's try to cover that up with with you can see it. It's like you know the cool guys or the the cool girls yeah. or. And to me, that's yeah. like, that's wasted energy. You can do all that shit. I, I can do much better. My worst boss I ever had told me, old white man in Riverside, California, he said, you get more done with sugar than salt. And that shit stuck with me forever. And I was like, there it is. Like, all right, I get it. Like, I, there's no reason to give salt. I might as well give sugar because I can, I, it makes, it's going to make it easier for me to move. It's going to make it easier for me to clear, be clear. It's going to make it easier for people to see exactly like I'm, I'm consistent because I'm me. I ain't got to put on no show. I ain't got to act a different way. I don't have to change my voice. Like how I am in front of you is how I would be in front of Barack Obama. So I ain't going to change anything. And I ain't going to change my stripes for anybody. So having that confidence and understanding of who I am, I'm very, I'm, you know, for me, I'm very transparent of being vulnerable. And I, I love it because it makes it easier for me to communicate. And especially it makes it easier for me to see how people respond to vulnerability. And usually people right. who are negative and don't like that, Hey, we won't get along because yeah, you got some shit you probably need to get out your chest. <laughs> but we ain't gonna look, get into that. <laughs> look, and it, it, it's it's because this is a message we push a lot on my other radio program, Calculated Conversation. We talk about that same thing of vulnerability, right? And being able to have a certain type of transparency and coming up in you know we'll say your inner cities. Um, yeah, we're not taught that in a lot mm -hmm. of times. As far as being a young black male, you don't show any of that because that gets preyed upon. Yes. that's that that's huge so then having to learn that i feel like at a later time than other people sometimes and it's working to our detriment a lot yeah. of the times and not being able to recognize that because our social circles a lot of times are consistent people yeah and that's where you know we, we we speak on um that vulnerability and being open and being that type of being transparent to the to the point that what can you hold against me i'm throwing this out here and what it does it makes people uncomfortable if they're not good with themselves like that yeah. i know i've mentioned many a times you give me around people who are not confident in themselves and it comes out in weird ways and yeah. i recognize it right yeah. and yeah. especially operating from certain places that a lot of us have been at some mm -hmm. point it's trying to shake an old identity essentially yeah. and it's it's because your level of understanding right the more you learn the more you understand then you yep. make the necessary adjustments and yep. it's hard for some people because essentially you're shedding yourself you've attached mm -hmm. who you are to this idea of you versus yep. who you actually are yep. being corny i get on this all the time i am costco dad to the max I'll be corny if I think it's. I love dad jokes. I love some of the corniest stuff I'm, in the world. Apparently, I'm a dad joker. Everybody keeps telling look, me I got these dad jokes. I like it. I like them shit. They funny. Look, <laughs> look, and and my thing is, I don't like not having to be restricted by that. I got to be tough. I got to put any of this on. It's like no. if we go to a level, then we'll go to that level. But yeah. that doesn't need oh, to yeah. be my calling card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that the most dangerous 
creature in the jungle is not the tiger, it's the mosquito. <laughs> so talk to them. So to me, I read, I, I got to tell people, I said, I'd rather be the fly on the wall than the shit in the room because that just, I, like, that, that's, that's just not my energy. That's not where I keep it. I'd rather, I guess, I'd rather be vulnerable. I don't need to have an extra shell. I know I can be taken out. I ain't afraid to die, though. I know right. anything can happen to me. Like, I know things can happen to anybody, and that's the part yes. of being vulnerable. It's like, hey, the, the more we keep trying to ignore that vulnerability part, the more hard it is to see through how do we fight through it. How do we how do we get past hurt and create, start to create like action? How do we get past action and start to actually measure it? And then how do we get past measure it to actually sustain it? So I'm like, those are the things that it's like, I'm all about action. It's like the action is, and I, for me, it's not to say I'm like ruthless to what's going on in the world. Hell no, I'm a hundred percent trying. But it's like, I know this shit has been happening 10 times worse. Now I've listened, I, I know our history and I know that it ain't going to get no better unless it comes from us. And I know that there have been many of people that have tried to take that stand and are still taking that stand today. And for us, it's like, I want them to keep going by what we're doing it. We're going to try to build up this Pacific Northwest side so we can make sure right. that we hold it up and then we can get a better space for our folks and our children. And then, you know, hopefully just broadcast that to the rest of the world and create the rest. But that that's for generations to come. We just got to create the energy. We got to create the tidal wave. That's pretty much what it comes down right. to. I'll tell you one quick funny thing. Um, I always use Drake as the example. Mm. Drake is somebody that a lot of, a lot of, a lot of men feel some type of way. I and I always tell him it. Why? Because he's telling you the emotions, the, the cycles that you go through, yeah, whether it's I, yeah. uh, breaking up with a chick or losing out. It's too many little gems that he be dropping and stuff. It's like, oh, no, that's a real emotion. This yeah. ain't this this F them get money. No, it's, yeah, it it's happens. Great. And there's a yeah. lot of people that hear that and be like, I felt that, but it made me feel weird that this is being put out there and people are connecting with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like people people start to people want to absorb content to not feel like they really exist, but enough to make them feel like they're there. It's like, like man, come on, like to me, yeah, I, I ain't afraid to cry. Like to me, like why would I hold back a tear to make you feel better about yourself? Like nah, bro, like that's man. like the dumbest shit. But that to me, like that's yes, that was like the complete transparent of growing up and the complete transparent of tucking my toe to hide. The, the shoe and that goes to the complete transparent of i know that what i went through as a kid growing up where i grew up like there's kids that are going through that right now like how do we create that title way for them to do that so being transparent in front of them being transparent in front of everybody like, it's just like that sense of like uh, it's just it's more it's more empowering than holding up a guard that i it's going to be too hard to carry it shit if you black and you're a male if you black and you're a female you already got a guard that I mean, it's and it's not even guard. I see our crown. Our, our brown is our crown. As I say it, so yes, I have to yes. be, like I, it's hard to hold a crown and a goddamn guard up. So I'm like, no, just right. I'm just gonna hold my crown. Listen, watch my crown. I'm letting the guard go. <laughs> yes, I love it all. Um, one last part in this segment I want to hit on is, what's your favorite part of connecting with people that helps their momentum? Like, is there an element that you kind of know this is like your uh this is this is the stone i hand over this infinity stone and it's gonna definitely help propel that's a good question i would say everyone is different every infinity stone is different because i just listen i think that's the first thing it's like 
when I'm vulnerable and people who are real, who are also vulnerable and res- not, not necessarily vulnerable, but they respect my vulnerability and they yes. connect to my vulnerability. That's the thing. Like they're not always vulnerable back. They're like, right. but they can connect, people that actually connect to my vulnerability. Those are people I bond with the most. Um, mm-hmm. And then, then it becomes just a conversation. Then once the conversation becomes like, it's just, now it's like, there's a, it's an idea. And then an idea turns into, have you thought about this? And I was like, Oh, I haven't. And then it's like, Oh, well then let me connect you with this. Or let me do this. Or let me show you this. Or have you? And it's like those infinity songs can be whatever. But to me, then it's like it's not just passing it off. It's like then it's like then like let me know more. Like let's let's follow right. up. Like what's the act? Like it's like a it's it's more than just a putting them on the way and then saying bye. It's more so yeah. I understand what it means to like to to get your light cut on in a sense. Like it's like yeah. you cut yeah. the light on, then it's like oh, it's not just them that feels that light. It's everybody in their room, which means their family going to see different light. They're I'm like yeah, they'll yes. start to see the, yes. the way that they start to think, and then that becomes that tidal wave we talked about. Now everybody's starting to yes. think a little bit differently because they're seeing people that are being more successful investing in themselves than investing in a system or investing in a process that they know is really not for them and or that they know is racist and or that they know is broken and or they know is unfair and all those other shits that go on in every job in America. Um, To me, it's more so um, identifying those platforms that we can own ourselves and empowering people to be able to sustain it. Um, It's really the long-term goal. But that's the Infinity Stones change, I would say. Be prepared. Because we about to cuss. So, John, you got your phone handy? Yes. We're about to to jump into this second, get ready to run into this second half. So what do I need to do with my phone? You about oh. we got a couple things for you to search. He's gonna say we, it to you. Couple couple oh. instructions. This is how we start the first <laughs> the second half. Okay. This one basic. Uh yeah. what's what's the last thing you Google searched? <laughs> Listeners, my man's head has been pulled back. <laughs> The last thing I Google. Thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I he Googled doesn't want to say it, but you I, have you to. Gotta, Google you got it. You got it. Do you have a? Do you have an iPhone or Android? Can I pull it up. I can pull it up. Yes. No, that's the move. I ain't even, yes. I ain't even afraid to Just show it. hit the I ain't jump. Afraid to show it. This looks like an yes. iPhone situation. Last thing I show, I pulled up was Kent Jams. Okay. Oh. Okay. The okay. reason I pulled up Kent Jams is because I want to learn more about him after listening to Kent Jams and Buddy, which we were talking about earlier. Okay, no. yes. I've been on this album. They did that collab joint. Yes. And I've been on this album, and that's where I just, I'm one of those people, I'm not a person that like is a, 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 a knows everything. I'm a person that wants to know everything. Learns everything. And so that's my, that's my shit. So I was... When I listen to something, I like it. And I told you, I live under a rock. I don't like to listen. Yes. I don't listen to everything that's going on in the world. I like to live under a rock. So when I listen to Google, it's like it's, I'm getting specific information that pertains to me. I'm not open for everybody's information. I don't care about everybody's way of what's important to everybody else. Because what's important to everybody else ain't important to me. Yes, Lord. Right. Yes. Everybody follows is important what I follow. So I, I like to, I go get, I know that I can go source information I want versus try to accept everybody's information and try to figure out where I belong. Clutch. Write <laughs> it down. So next Damn. one. Damn. Next Damn. one. Go to your uh, browser bar. Ooh. Browser bar. 
Type yes. in the letter P. Type in the letter P for podcast, of course. And tell us what your first hit is. So this is an uh, amazing gem I'm going to drop to the audience. Mm. That's what we need. You got to say it out loud. This shows you my life. P is for okay. place it. It's place it dot net. Okay. Look. Place it dot net. <clears throat> is a great space and a resource for small businesses to use to create content that will market their business on social media, on video, on content. It's a great space where you can go in and plug in and place into creative systems that you can just change the, the, the text, the fonts, the colors, the pictures, the the feel, the design, and yes. just drop in imagery to be able to create content for your business or your brand. This is something that I love to tell people because it allows them to create like top shelf branding for their business. And it doesn't have to be right. something that they hire outsourced to a videographer and a whole content team. It allows them to actually create a commercial for their own saying. And, and it's dope shit. So that's my first P because I'm always on that yes. shit. Because I'm always yes. trying to create shit because I feel it's the best way to create other shit. Listen, Place are you that's that's it. dope. Place Place it. It. Y'all thought it was going to be porn. That's why y'all nasty out here. Well, no, I mean, y'all thought it was going to no, be porn. It, it, Everybody no, know you no, 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 no. on private. We've, we've been for a podcast. incognito browser. browser. <laughs> and, and we all assume at this point <laughs> not, that's your incognito. Yes. Like you've not. Yes. Right. No, you said so, you know, if you hit <laughs> you penis, we I mean, you know why y'all pick Pito? Why y'all pick P for podcast? Oh P exactly. for podcast. That's why. Cause I can't ever probably pull up P. Nope. Um so, anyway. What was you your last on, dream sir, about? You need to get on private. <laughs> you see how Cam takes my questions and Oh. Private, oh, actually, look, I got good paper bag, uh, paper bag test skin color was my last search. Oh, look for at Pete. you being woke. Damn, you bringing you it feel back me. to the old John, literature. I'm sorry. You feel me? What was your last dream about? Think about it. That's hard because oh, she gonna leave. That's what she does. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna call her Morgan Leaves. <laughs> Morgan Morgan Leaves podcast where she leaves your ass alone cutting flashlights under couches look <laughs> y'all listen see how she gonna ask a question in depth how she gonna do that to me can I'm rolling <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, you this know, is Morgan, everything. Like... <laughs> Holy I'm glad you asked that question, Morgan. Uh, can you, please, I forgot. Uh, can you repeat it one more time for me, please? Can you? What did you say? What was that third word? Huh? Morgan. Die. Morgan. 
I can't answer you if I don't know the question. Morgan, <laughs> where you at? Uh, damn. Okay, we'll come back to Morgan. Uh, so what you saying? <laughs> That's her sixth break. Six break. Six. Ain't no job give you six breaks. No. Not within a, 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 a two to three hour window. No. Nope. Even if you work, <laughs> even if you go into a meeting and everybody say, "What up, my nigga? What's going on?" Still none of that. Still and no. like, "What well, you been going? You left the room three times. What are you doing?" And not quick moves. Uh, not like hey, I'm out and I'm back. <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you a question and come right back. So, so what do you think about poetic justice <laughs> and it just death? <laughs> Well, you know, Morgan, I think, uh, hello? (laughs) Damn, she did me like that. Oh, whoa. He's ready to answer now. (laughs) Now, that was a dream. What was the last dream you had? It was, I had a dream can that there was this woman that asked me a question. (laughs) <laughs> and then she just disappeared, right? And then it was like this weird circle because then I was just talking about it to my man, whose also name is Can. And, and we were talking about how she just disappeared. And I asked this question, and I, and I forgot the question. And I kept asking. I was like, "Yo, Morgan, what did you how, say? What was the third word? How do I get John Morgan, to no longer be a guest? What was that word that you is said? Is that a possibility at this point? And she or? came back out of nowhere, and then I woke up and I was like, "Yo, you really there? Hello, hello." <laughs> Hey Morgan, is that a dream or is this reality? I can't tell. Holy shit! <laughs> she feeling it though. I can tell. Oh no, but I, I, can hope, tell you feel I hope you feel <laughs> my eyes piercing you right now. Because all I'm trying to do is get you to understand. When a woman has to be, a woman has to be. Like you just have to go handle the scandal. Right. Listen, anybody got to piss. And the best, and the best thing about having a partner. Canathan, is that he's going to continue the movement so I can go. The difference is, the difference is can Cam had two breaks. The difference is Cam had two breaks. You had six. I didn't have six! That's the difference. You've been here half and the time. Been here for <laughs> not wrong, but also I feel I'm gonna like you know why. <laughs> I'm throwing a challenge flag at you. Alright, fair enough. You can't be the half Watch you me be, be here. Be here podcast. <laughs> you can't be the half here. And podcast. fuck off. You and me might just continue this conversation for That's three hours after now this. I, so Morgan, now I know we cool because you said fuck off. Now I know we cool. Now right? I know we cool. Oh. Well, I'm sorry that it took you this long. We already here. I was there a long time. Ago. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it on Aaron's, Aaron Robinson. My man, Aaron Robinson. My man. Listen, yes. I, I and I and I, I don't practice Instagram. I, I don't be on Instagram, and I just randomly went on today and I saw that post that he posted yesterday, and it made me feel really special. And that's the shit that I care about. And I saw everybody else's feedback on that, and I, and I saw that you said yo, and I saw your yo was more so like a yo, like this shit is connected, yo. Yes, that's exactly it. what my yo like, meant. Yes, I know, I know, I felt it. And, and then immediately I, like, I hit my man's with a message like, yo, yeah. <laughs> my man because i fucked with aaron so hard like that I we met aaron. at we met at a woke networking event yes 
And if that if there was never a woke networking event, I wouldn't it have woke PDX. Aaron. That's the joint I was telling oh, you I'm about. Sorry. Yeah, woke, woke yeah. PDX. That's what's fake. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. And 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 if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have met Aaron. Not in real life, right? Like we probably would have found each other online. But yes. my man is so fucking genuine. Like, and I sat with him for over an hour not networking sorry faith no Jane, he, uh, he's literally he's a he's like very vulnerable no my vulnerable man, and so am i so we gave ourselves to each other in that regard right mm -hmm. and and i can't let that go like i'm never gonna let that go like i see his name pop up and i'm hyped i talk mm -hmm. to him and i'm hyped and he'll be a, a, a guest on this show. I'm going to be a guest yeah. on his show. Like, I'm excited about that. Like, yes. And so to see that today, knowing we were doing this later, it was like my mind was fucking blown. So you really got what my yo meant. Because my yo was like, yeah. everything's connected. Shout out to The Wire. <laughs> Slash, I'm uh, engaged to Ambush. And okay. I'm like... Listen, uh, that's like the most ultimate connection. So yo, yo, for that was my damn near like, oh, fair for enough. that other ball. That okay, was like enough. the best. That was like the that was like the culmination. Because now, like you just realized that I was cool with Aaron, who you admire today. Yes, I've been admiring Ambush and what he's been doing for over a year. Yeah. So like that's yeah. where it's like my yo was like I got a thousand more O's than you. And okay, you left enough. chapters out on purpose. <laughs> you gonna find the chapters, chapters out. I didn't even like have to it, tell. Right? I didn't even tell no story. I didn't even write no book. I let everybody else write my book. That's the difference. Yes. I don't tell no story. I let everybody else write my book, so that way I don't have. I don't say shit. So no me. memoirs, oh. autobiography. I need to. I need so to. This is what but, I'm gonna tell you. Where my dad would like swoop you up and tell you you're about Nick Jones. Nick Jones. Hey. Like, pay attention right uh, now. Uh, 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 if we were friends when we were young, <laughs> right, and you came to my house because I told you that I had the cool parents where everybody came to my house, if you came to my house as a kid, what he would say to you is, John, what's your story? Mm. Yeah. That's and so you funny. would say, as a kid, nothing. Because that's what every kid says. Nothing. And he'd go, you don't want your story to be nothing, right? Ooh. Tell Ooh. me your story. So, no, <laughs> you got to tell your story. Oh, easy. You but only what, what, wouldn't your, what year does your dad play? Because he sounds like my man Steve Johnson, who played for the Blazers. He went to OSU <laughs> and, and, and played for the Blazers and played. He was a first-round pick, too, as well. But he's, he's based here in Portland. And he always, that was one of the first things he said was, tell me a story. So I started to realize that a lot of the older heads, especially within Shit. athletics, they really oh, want to say, that's like, wild. they want to know your story. It's like this this concept. So I'm, I'm very interested to know when did this your dad play? So, so uh, in the NBA, my dad played in the 60s. He played for mm. the uh, Golden State Warriors and the Rockets. At that point, they were the San Diego Rockets, not mm. the Houston Rockets. Right. Damn, that's a fire ass jersey. And that was before the San Diego Conquistadors, but keep going. <laughs> Damn. 
the San Diego Clippers. Did but you, keep going. you pronounce that wrong on purpose, or I mean conquistadors. It, that okay. sounds like I'm trying. Right. Yeah. No, it sounds like you pronounced it right. <laughs> it does, but it feels like that's like when people be like, can, "Can I get a free holes?" Like, no, it, free holes. Oh, yeah, like that. That's what it sounds like to me. But go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You. Yeah, I got the home the, uh, I'm talking about some damn conquistadors. Right, <laughs> exactly. Tortitos. Is that a great song? Y'all say Tito's? <laughs> <laughs> y'all trying to do another shot? Y'all say Tito's? Y'all say Tito's or Juanita's with chips? Is it both at the same time? I'm not sure. <laughs> it is. It's all good. Now, here he go. He on his third break. Y'all, y'all listen, Jonathan, like, I'm going to do a shot with you every time. black you ass, ass podcast I've ever seen. Well, welcome. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you knew. Right this Please time, Sam, Sam. I thought you knew this. Y'all just on screen by myself too many times. Where can't go? He just go. Fair enough. But I'm here now about me so we can do this. Right? What y'all talking Listen, King went to go make some ice cream. You just go out here. What y'all talk about? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't love it. But I want some I'm, more of it. <laughs> listen, I, this this is dope. I appreciate you guys. This real. is hella fun. You're hella fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, you are, now you on your third like break now. In your that wasn't now, even like a break. Daughter, that My daughter did my that, nails. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, you out here banging on. We, we did a celebration for her birthday. I need that she gonna redo them tonight. So y'all gonna be fresh. fresh. <laughs> yeah, that um, fresh feel. Fresh feel. Fresh <laughs> to feel. Uh, fresh to alive. I don't want to be fresh to death. I want to breathe and Look, I feel this. Fresh to life. Yes. Oh, she going again? Where's she at? Let me see it. Oh, Pour it up. Drink. I'm making a. Yep. This yeah, is I can hear it. Either. This is a mixed drink. Yeah, nobody know what you in that cup. I don't know if you got nothing so, in that cup. I'm going to tell you about the urgent, ur- urban legend. The urban legend behind my cups. I got, I got verified. But my cup is one of those things that people consider dangerous. They ask what's in there. And this Fair. has been a thing since my 20s. Do not drink out of cans cup is what I get told quite often. Cans, That's been a, know it's tequila. It's been a thing. This liquor. You well, cleared that up. Very clear. Yeah. You only drink tequila, so I know it has tequila yeah. ordinance. Uh, yeah. okay, so it, it might be half full. I know that. It might have some uh, <laughs> I'd like to chime in. agave. <laughs> oh, I'd like to chime in real quick. Um, Man, I'm going to get on you about this cup because I ain't going to let you slip away. You gave me a half-ass no. cup. I don't No, I'm going to tell you right now, John. I'm going to tell you. This cup is dangerous because it is <laughs> only tequila and if he, i do coloring if he puts a splash of something <laughs> in there it's legit confetti <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm. like he and i make the same kind of drink but he goes <laughs> an extra step because mm. um, he it. doesn't drink as many drinks as i'm I gonna respect drink, the i right? respect the so, wizard I respect no. the wizard. I respect, I respect the it, W's for the wizard, man. It. That's the wizard right there. And, and I just the W's on the hat is for the wizard. I right. get it. Like I just, but, I just wanted to be clear that he doesn't. Morgan. Yes. Morgan. I ain't going to let him go, though. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm here and for I ain't gonna let him go. And I ain't gonna let him go for just turning that that drink straight gator green. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? That, that gator was, green came that out was of a shot of lemonade that we saw. Flag on the. No, I want to be clear. That was a shot of lemonade. I can't. I can't say that that was right. I'm with I'm you. One of those, I'm a. I'm a. Listen, I'm a. When it comes a to drinking, purist. I don't even drink like that. But I'm a pure person. Yes. So if I'm a drink, it be, I'm gonna make sure everybody it be, drinks the it same amount. It be your amount. own people, man. It be your own people, man. <laughs> the same amount. And if I see you slipping, I'm gonna be like, no, 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 no. I ain't gotta, afraid to drink it. I always tell people, I ain't afraid. Gotta, I ain't afraid. Gentlemen, I ain't afraid. But I ain't gonna let you slip. If we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. So yeah. I'm gonna challenge that. I wanna see that challenge flag. I got one on him. I got one on you. <laughs> but I backed them both up. Just so y'all know. I backed them both up. So if I am see, wrong, you I don't owe nobody. I told you I don't owe nobody. Nobody owe me. Yeah, 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 know. yeah. We think that <laughs> I still feel owed because I feel attacked. So, <laughs> I will apologize. I will apologize. And I want to see that footage. 204. I want the yes, footage. 204. And I don't want no half ass no. footage. I want to see the mark because you took the that lead shit up. Like this. Yeah. Like, Hold on now. No, 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 no. Me and Ken made sure we that shit I just want to be clear. Ken, you know I wouldn't do no bullshit, right? Like, Ken, no. I know your neck ain't broke. And I know it didn't flinch that fast. It didn't even bend. It didn't even bend your neck. You said, I just, I just said, want to hey, no, no, no sciatic nerve ain't pinched. He said none, none of that. Nothing. She didn't even look like she breathed to swallow it. It was like, was it even full? What was in that cup? You didn't even show us. I didn't even know what that was. I'm going to throw my challenge flag. You ran a play, y'all. Nobody paying yeah. attention. And I'm going to call a yeah. challenge. You didn't get the first This down. is dope. Because this is a great segue. Okay. Great segue into the Washington Redskins. Interim oh, name will be Washington football team. Trash. Meaning their whole paid, paid, probably paid well team Decent couldn't for sure. figure out a name. So John, I wanna I wanna pose mm. it right here, right now, right fast. Yes. As far as I know, none of us here have worked for the NFL. Right, but I have worked for uh, uh, many <laughs> places, <laughs> uh, corporate and nonprofit, and the marketing team is always a decently sized team, mm -hmm. and by that I mean. There's enough people to do the things you need <laughs> to get done. And I am shocked to shit in this moment where the F NFL has billions of dollars. I'm coming from a nonprofit arts organization <laughs> where we're like, um, oh, we like millions of dollars. <laughs> They're fun. Ones of millions. Ones of millions. <laughs> They're yes. neat. And then we share it. <laughs> like, but before that, I come from the concert world and the concert world that makes millions of dollars. Large concerts make 
millions of dollars. But not like that potential, right? Not NFL potential. There is nothing that makes money like the NFL. Am I wrong or am I right? No, you're right. Okay. For sure. For sure. It's um so, What are we doing? <laughs> Remember I told you it's the same thing as uh you talking about retail? You think it's just, you really think it's a difference? There's no difference between a retail structure and a corporate structure. There really isn't. It's it's the same shit. It's the same so, gossip. It's the same level of my experience, and I don't want that to be true. Because I'm too like bad it is. Remember we call it truth is rude. <laughs> hey. The truth, the truth. Truth, the truth is true. rude. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Rude, but in truth, real life, rude. real life, we can't just be like we have to let that go. Like I, I don't know what to do with. I feel like DC has enough things that they could alternate that name to. They should have just been called Washington. You just call them Washington. That would have been the best thing. Like you just call it Washington. Just call it Washington. Just call it where it is. Call it the capital of the United States. Call it the space of the space. Call it whatever you want, <laughs> but don't call it the Washington football team. Washington football team. But there that's are the same too many step. people on that team. There's no, it don't matter. It don't matter. Say. People are people. It don't matter. People are people. People are people. It don't matter how much Damn, money they make. It don't matter. Which this is great insight. Yeah, we need to hear. It it's matter. great insight. This is what happens when I'm like, every brand that does some super insensitive shit. I'm like, where were the black or people of color in the room, and. I know how much I'm silenced, right? Like, so let me be clear that I know they don't listen to me when I say, hey, maybe when Trayvon Martin gets killed, we don't do Showboat, which is about Black people as slaves. Maybe we don't do that as the highlight for the Black people show for opera. Yeah, but it gets to the point where you got to stop. Right? But it gets to a point where it don't even matter if they listen or not. It just gets to a point where we just got to stop telling them. Like, what, it don't matter. Like, no, like, so like, that's where just, I'm getting to, John. Yeah. Like, I'm legit. Like, oh, I've done it for so many years, and I've said the things, and I've done the things, and so it doesn't matter. And so you don't say it anymore, and you move on. Right? Yeah. Well, I think it was more so knowing what you know and it's just it's all the shit just goes back to we don't have to spend all our time educating people who claim they don't know what needs to happen or right. who claim they feel like they care right. i think it's more so just understanding like just finding people who actually do give it a damn and invest in them instead of trying hey. to educate people who don't really understand what they're trying to do um and then use their limited resources limited resources to tell you what they can do with those limited resources create our own resource stop we don't like all that other shit is trash it's, it really is trash like it's you, you know like you can't ask for help from the people that also oppress you can't mm. it don't make sense and, it, and i'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying it's the right thing 
I'm not saying it's a race thing at all. I'm saying this. No. this, this it, it really is. I mean, some of the worst enemies is the people that look just like us. Uh, so uh, it say it again now. oppress. I understand mm. that, but I, it's also comes back to the idea of just understanding like it ain't got shit. It comes down to what we can do for ourselves, and that that's really what it comes down to. And anybody that's about building that, that's that's the only thing that matters. Anybody else that's worried about, you know, anything less is, you know, that's their that's their priority. I mean, priority. That's their prerogative. That's fine, but it ain't got something to do with me. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes. This is the shit. If you had to de- de- describe, like had a best friend of meeting someone that you've never met before. Like this is what's happening with me, with John right Please, now. Like, uh, uh, so y'all said, John yeah, doesn't know. Y'all said, Look, goddamn <laughs> blind cat y'all had. Like, like, yeah, you're the best guest we've ever had. Oh. I, no, I nope. said best friend. Listen, you trying to ascribe different situations to me that I didn't say. I saw the blind what I'm cat saying episode. Is, <laughs> what I'm saying is. What I'm saying. write it down. What I'm saying is this uh, interaction is like finding your the uh, finding a best friend out of nowhere. That's what this feels like for me. And I don't mean to be weird about it. It's just no, like I, finding I, someone I that gets it without you saying it is what right. a best friend is for me. Yeah. And so like being able to say things to you and you, I don't have to, I can skip two chapters, maybe not four, but I can skip two. <laughs> huh? skip a few, I, but I you got to give me some two. context. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> the context, but I can skip two. And, and you like fully get it once I give it to you, right? Like this is fucking wild. So I'm, I that's appreciate that. doing too much and, and you gave me too no, that's, that's, and so now that's, I'm talking that's, too much. But that's the vulnerability aspect. That's the vulnerability aspect is when you're vulnerable, you can listen easier. You can feel, you can connect quicker. You can, you understand faster. You, you, you understand perspective. I understand nobody's the same. Like I feel the empathy of a fucking snail folks like no that's the energy shit. i keep like that's the shit that's, that i keep so for me that's the energy that i was that's, born with that's so hard. to me it ain't got that it ain't got nothing to do with my win versus your win it's hey what is going to make everybody better what is going to make yeah. you feel good about yourself so that way a thousand people can feel better about themselves like that's the that's the concept okay so we're doing church right now I like this. No, nah, man. I, like I, 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 I grew up in church, but I ain't never going back. Talk <laughs> to him. Well, this, this ain't that kind of church. I know. This is just I a know, speaking to the people. This is a, <laughs> it's a spiritual. I'm 100% spiritual. Yes. yes. All the way spiritual. Yes. yes. Zero per, this, percent religious over here. Uh, <laughs> 0% religious, 100% spiritual. Righteous. But Zero. grew up in the church. Go. But I got you. I got you. Yeah. Let's go. What did that folks <laughs> say on that back wall, though? What does that piece say right there above those computers behind your left shoulder? So it's going to be mine. Wait, your left shoulder. I'm on my right. Probably oh. be twisted. My bad. What is Am that? That way is that. That's the yeah, numbers. Right, right there. The numbers FM. That's two, nice. two of the flyers, the front and the back stack. Okay. 
I've been yes, so yes, curious yes. about that. That's standing out in my head. <laughs> I, 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 I saw, I saw what she got over here. I saw the Albina Trust. I saw, and, I saw that. Okay, you're doing a lot of looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, come on! I told you, I got them antlers on. I be trying to. Yeah, my man zoomed. He did all the. <laughs> man, listen, I appreciate. That's it. tight. That's that that is tight. Right. <laughs> so. If you had to describe your summer so far, what are we, a, a month in? In six words, what would those six words be? The, be the best summer ever, sarcastically speaking. <laughs> Nailed it. Literally. Uh, in the sense of this, in the sense of this, in the sense of... It is probably the most uh, <laughs> impactful summer of America, and I'm excited about that. It is probably this one of the saddest summers in America. I'm sad about that, um, but it is going to lay the groundwork for the future of America, and I'm most promised about that. So Love. for me, it is literally that. I think that I'm excited about that. I'm excited about. I mean, I know people are people, and like I said, I don't want to seem insensitive to the world, but every people die every day. And our mm -hmm. community and our culture has been dying for centuries every day. And mm -hmm. uh, this is a place where we now have a space and a voice, and I'm ready for us to use it, not to tell people where we belong or tell people what we need. I'm ready for us to tell ourselves how we can help each other. And that's where I feel the biggest energy is coming from. So this summer is a summer of the biggest change I've felt. Uh, we are a black agency here in Portland, which is very limited marketing agency. So we are a hot topic, but we also about that real action. We ain't about that bullshit and we really driving the change. So for me, um, this is the greatest summer, uh, even though it is one of the saddest, it's one of the realest and it's probably going to change the rest of the culture for us. But um, I ain't afraid of it because, I mean, you grow up in shit. You ain't afraid of shit. So you just freaking figure hey, out how to find It is the shit. shit. Oh. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Um, uh, for our listeners who are confused by what he means, when uh, inconsistency is your life in mm. any way, shape, form, or fashion, you adapt to that. And if your shit wasn't inconsistent, like, high five. <laughs> But if it is, we find a way to adapt and we move forward and we like, this is how we say things like black people are the most resilient. Like you yeah. deal with things, right? Proven. That no one mm -hmm. knows about because you don't talk about it. And this is, let me get on my little soapbox for a second. This is what pisses me off about like right wing situations where it's like, all of this aggrievement where it's appropriated aggrievement. So it's all of our actual full complaints that they then appropriate to say, like, you're taking away my First Amendment right or some shit, right? Like, we have actual validated documented complaints and when a bunch of like tea party white dudes are like you said at a college campus i can't talk about blah 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 and and, and equate it to be the same like 
That's not <laughs> the fucking same. If you come, if you compare, you gonna go crazy because always. it ain't. Okay, it's nothing enough, to compare. Yeah. Always, there's nothing to compare. Like that's to me. It's always like, you know, I know what it looks like over there. Like I've seen it. We all yeah, see it. They they show it. They they, they broadcast it. But who who aren't engulfed, right? So like, ambush will remind me all the time. Like I live in a bubble, and my bubble is my political situation and so i have to go outside of my bubble to know what other Mm -hmm. people are saying and so i do that and i'm like wait what but you're what you're agreed (laughs) as someone said x and it doesn't make sense and then (laughs) those same people will be like but martha martin luther king said and i'll be like Ben Shapiro, you have to be quiet. Hmm. So, can can't be in a, he can't be going on screen and laughing on screen. That is my life. <laughs> Welcome to the meeting. Oh no no no! You already passed that. Now he hit four breaks. I did, but like you, he on four, you still on six, and he just dipped out of nowhere. Okay, there you're doing too much by your breaking score. Those uh, weren't breaks. I'm just saying, I'm the guest. Those were walk away. Both y'all. I'm just saying, y'all both been gone. That's all I'm saying. Magic, See, this magic why, man over here. Magic man. This can. is look. This is a this is a, a a result of this new world we live in, to where podcasts used to just be uh, audio. <laughs> Not only audio, but they were expecting you when they talk. This is just audio. People know y'all. I feel like if I was Joe Rogan right now, no one would. Right, because it was a little block where it was like seventeen questions with no. (laughs) Oh no, it stays. Oh, it stays. All of this is this. This is high, unrefined, sophisticated. That's that's why the name is a perfect fit. Yeah, this is this is that. If we got anything right, it was that. I got it right. So, okay, so describe things- your summer in six words. You can't fuck this up. Yeah, I, I probably can fuck this up. Um, I've been feeling fresh, fly, renewed. Hmm. Oh, is that real? Yeah. He said it. It's real. Because the okay. thing is, I separated ties after eight years with that company that I felt like was putting me in a spot. I've had nothing but creative ventures since then. Of course, there's still a million things I still need to figure out, but I take it as it comes. And this weight feels a lot better than that weight. If we talk mm-hmm. about resiliency. I have this okay. undeniable belief that everything is going to work itself out exactly how it's supposed to. So right. operating from that place, it's been great. I feel like I've made some of the best connections in this last uh, five months. Real shit. I, I've been able to be in rooms virtually. <laughs> zoom, uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> but, uh, the people I've met in this time, I feel like my smile is different. I feel like my walk is different. Um, my beard That's hot. hasn't been getting weird in this little area where it used to get weird. Um, 
Your beard looked the same. It probably does <laughs> over there, but I feel like it was thinning You're out. Feeling good. Feeling I was just, spot, I was just trying know? to throw shade on the situation. <laughs> but, uh, That's what we but yeah, this Your for beard the confusion the same as yesterday. <laughs> for the confusion that's going on in general for a lot of people that we're all experiencing something we've never experienced and there's nothing that we can use as a reference point this for me it, it, it's felt cool there's moment there's things yes there's there's items on the board that are like ha ah, question mark next to but that belief that i uh, am where i'm supposed to be and this yeah. is aligning more centrally than i've been in a long time Creating is Bring my space. Horn. Like creating is my space, and to be eight years at a place that the token for one stifles your like, creativity one thousand percent. Yeah, and and right. and understanding too, being in the corporate structure and understanding, you know, what my my job outline and so on was. I signed up. I signed a contract to say I'll do this, but seeing opportunities present themselves right. and go for them, and because I carved out my role so well basically being told you do this better than anybody else so you stay there just keep yeah. doing for me that doesn't work i'm goal oriented i need to <laughs> i need to be going to something else you i don't glow in my successes what's the next thing and that wasn't a piece or part of so being in a right. space that i'm able to check stuff off this list and move through i just i yeah those six words are oh yeah that. yes that's yes. dope so you, Morg, what are those six? She said six breaks. Get me to the water now. <laughs> your breaks. Fuck Break. you, John. Okay. And these Get are the breaks. To the water now. I feel like I, I haven't had a break. Mm. I've continuously worked, and mm. and not just worked on things I care about, just like. Mm -hmm continuously work right right so i need a break and get me to the water those are my breaks like water why why water is water your thing I is no like yeah and i don't know why i'm i don't know why but like okay put my foot so it was a metaphor i thought you meant maybe like getting no, I, out and being not a metaphor water. Somebody okay. drive me to the beach or take me to your lake house is what I'm saying. Okay. You need to get, no, you need to get back to metaphor. the natural. Yeah, like natural. this is a let me put my feet in the water and have a contemplation moment because where I am right now is need to, ref yeah, need to refresh. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. I'm I'm in a panic attack at all times right now. Mm. And so I need a reset. I need a chill out moment. I need a, I don't have to do the shit that I do every day. So what, what I want my summer to be is get me to the water right now. That's my, that's my six word. Noted. Let's go. <laughs> yes. I hope that's Lily's listening. Cause that's a, right. Lil's Lil's. <laughs> um, have either of you been in a situation and I understand we talk transparency and all these things, but has there ever been a moment in your life where uh, you told a lie because the truth would not be believed? <laughs> and, and 
I always because you know the the, the added of you know fact is stranger than fiction. Um, mm-hmm. I put that kind of in context, but I think about times where I've told the absolute truth and got railroaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd been like I could have just lied, and this would have been cool. I went to the movies. <laughs> that, that, and thinking yeah, about yeah, the times yeah, really in life, and that particular movie was three hours and one minute, and I don't know what your problem. Is. Not and my phone died. And my phone died. And my phone. Check the challenge. <laughs> Damn. Yay. Like, like I feel like there have been multiple times in my life where the truth was stranger than fiction right where it's like no one's gonna believe no, that this was the thing no one yeah. would believe me Multiple did you times. think that during the moments of things happening and being like huh yeah like, like as a kid where things happened to me i was like my parents there's no way my parents <laughs> believe me. right like there's just simply no way and maybe had I had the vocabulary that I have today, maybe they would have. But like then, not even it's a little a bit. bit. It's a there's lot. It's no a lot way, point. right? Yeah, like there's a, you just don't have the words. Yeah. yeah. Like I specifically remember getting in a fight at, at a shout out to Irvington Elementary. Um, <laughs> but my mom worked you got on a you fight said, at elementary schools. Giving a shout out. <laughs> No, but hear me out. So Shout in out fifth, to the in fifth grade, in fifth grade, we had a um, spaghetti dinner because we were what? raising money to go to Ashland, Oregon. That was it was, lunch spaghetti or like real spaghetti? No, this was like a spaghetti dinner. Is it was visual. Is this a visual thing? Is this visual? <laughs> He said, no. can you out. show me this spaghetti? Nah, good. Is it spaghetti nah. that I care about? Say, <laughs> so get comfortable. There you go. Yeah, no, be all, be all the way you. No, so like, no, this was like, it wasn't the lunch lady's spaghetti, but it wasn't okay. like your mom's spaghetti either. It was right. like somewhere a, in, in between, between a fusion. I guess. Yeah, a fusion, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, like, and I remember like having a moment where I had a problem at mm-hmm. that situation. And had a fight, had my mom be like, the fuck is wrong with you, weirdo? Go home. And getting home and my dad being like, why are you here? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I got in a fight with a boy and he was like, did you win? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, great. Have a seat. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't even try and question yeah. me about it. My mom's mad at me for like seven days <laughs> because Shh. I've embarrassed her at the spaghetti mm. dinner. Right. <laughs> the spaghetti wasn't even that good. No, the spaghetti's terrible. This is a. <laughs> yeah. But you beat somebody ass. I was her more terrible. <laughs> Mom was pissed. That boy's still mad. He still can't eat spaghetti. Look, Bear Bear is mad. Oh, I wonder Look, how he's still he choking on noodles. <laughs> <laughs> still choking on noodles over here. <laughs> Look, 
I've had many situations, but I feel like for the podcast, one of the ones that I've luckily my sis here can testify of a scenario that someone making up a uh, I don't even not even an allegation, but story. a story. Yeah. That luckily I had my sis that was around and made sure to make certain calls to be documented as this was happening. Yeah. Um with a person and it was one of the pieces that trying to tell someone else outside of that, I felt like I I, I just had to sum it up as something unrelated to the actual situation. Mm-hmm. Because it's if I would have been telling <laughs> if I would have been telling the actual truth of how this situation with me and this young lady played out, yeah, it wouldn't have been believed. They it'd have been like there's yeah. no there's something you're leaving out. No, I'm this is the full truth. <laughs> and I have had this conversation outside of her and am yeah. and legit got met with are you sure like giving me all these pieces of yeah. and I'm like shit, this is this is it's easier just I to can't make it more truer than this shit. Yes. That's it. That's it. That but feeling I like said the shit. truth, you don't yeah. believe it. So now I yeah. should I lie so, about it? What, what do you really want to know? Yeah. Right. That that that's that's where it kicks in. You got any situations like that, Judd? Shit, uh man, I think I used to. I think I used to always try to carry everybody's comfort level on my shoulders. Mm. Damn. And then I just got over it. You know, I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to carry my own. And if anybody comfortable with it, then they can lead type shit. That's been my mentality. Um, So I think, you know, if you young and you trying to figure it out in the world, you really, you play that part. You really play that part. And until you really start to identify like who you are, what you really are, and that doesn't always the same. Not everybody has the same destination or the same trajectory or the same understanding Righteous. of what they, what they, where they belong. I was just more of like where you are, who you are, why you are. Everybody's different. Um, it's a lot of ancestral playing that as well. Yeah. How so, do you let it go me, easily? Is the quick question. How do I let you let it go? What? How do you let it go easily? Like, like you just said. Like, does this have something to do with no? So just like it's not mine. Like, how do you let that go easily? Because I'm a person that is like, I'm responsible for everybody's everything. And yeah. how do I make sure that their everything here's is the okay? Thing. You, here's, right? here's the thing. Here's the thing. You think you are. Mm. You think you are. You assume Talk you are. Genre. You no. project you are. You persuade project. people that you are. You, pers- you persuade yourself that you are. But in actuality, mm. you have no say. You really oh, don't. certainly, yeah, and no. that's the part that I—that's the part that, to your point, like I—I—I I, I realize, understand, like I have no say. The only thing I can do is like ex- create an example, show example. The only thing I can that's literally it. do is like try to project what I am and in the wholesomest space as I can, and Ooh. not be afraid of it, whatever that is, however that is, and like use it to the benefit of the world, not to the detriment yes. of the world. That's like the that's essentially what it comes down to. So like, lying to people now, like, I mean, I used to try to protect people from their own feelings, 
Cause I didn't have no feeling for oh shit, and that oh shit was a, a draining as hell. And that's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is, so you ain't gotta yes. even question your feelings about it. Cause I'm telling you my feelings about it, and I don't give a shit. Not in a negative way, but because I'm telling you, because I'm not gonna drain myself because you tired. I'm not gonna drain mm. myself because you want to hear it. Um, that's not oh, living geez. for somebody. When you die, ain't nobody's, ain't no fucking sign on your cemetery or your tomb. So mm. that says. Don Riley died in memory of this person <laughs> because this person fed this or because Yo. this person felt that or because this person said no it don't matter and everybody gonna come to my funeral who do show up to my funeral um will say whatever they got to say about me because of who I am what I am what I said how I said it what I acted like yes. if they show up because of anything else then they showed up for a damn wrong reason and that's fine because I ain't there to speak up on it so I ain't there to ask <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't give yes. a damn. It's like I ain't here yes. for nobody else. I'm here for yes. the folks that laid the groundwork. My, my ancestors, my folks that took the, the blunt of the fucking bottle to shit that I can just sit here and just we... have a conversation with three, two other beautiful black people in this world that I can have a conversation with. So I owe so much more than anybody else's perspective or impression of what I think I should be or who I should be or why I should be it. Um, that's just me, and that's. I didn't get to that point until about two years ago, really. And that's when I really put down religion, honestly. And that's really, for me, that's the concept of, I'm I'm not speaking to anybody to turn away from themselves. It's more so looking to yourselves and understand like who you are versus trying to find answers from somebody or anybody else or praying from somebody to give you something. Pray for yourself to do it for yourself first. And then you can answer something. Yes. Yes. Yes, this is this 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 is why the just the importance of being able to have people around you that actually do the work on self and making that a priority, because the more sound and yourself that you are, the more you're able to echo (laughs) the right things, Mm -hmm. as you just said about not worrying so much about shielding somebody's feelings as opposed to just giving them your peace. And it don't have, it does not have to be done in a trash way. There's a way to communicate effectively without necessarily putting somebody down, but just helping them to see blind spots because that's something that we all operate (laughs) in a space that we only have a, we have a limited view of ourselves. It's the people outside of ourselves that see us the most. And sometimes being able to get that feedback (laughs) <laughs> it helps you if, yeah. depending on how you take feedback that's another piece in right there Our, yeah, important yeah. important yeah. moment yeah and yeah. i think that comes with are you actually trying to understand yourself because if you're trying to understand yourself then therefore you're allowing yourself to be open to somebody else's interpretation or experience of you and from that you yeah. can find what are the consistencies what are the things that are consistent that everybody says? Now, what are the things that, you know, some things you got to write off because, again, people are going to see you from their lens and your their experience of you. You can catch one if of us on a day where things are not of you. Yeah. But, yeah. but with that being said, though, there are times where there's somebody that may have passed us and we were not in the best headspace to give a, you know, a whole sit and stop and talk and lay this out. So their experience is like. Hey, yeah, he was kind of standoffish or something to to that effect, yeah. as opposed to the other nine out of 10 people that were like, oh, no, he stopped and chopped it up. Yeah. Their story, that's what they're going to speak to. But now if I sit and I ask 10 people about me or you talk to 10 people about me, 
if nine of them, eight of them, seven of them are saying essentially the same thing, then that's fairly consistent. That yeah. that means that you are who you are, and that's translating. You're always going to have yeah. people who take that different, right? And that's I based mean. on your experience, how you've came up, how you read and, and see things. There are people who yeah. don't understand feedback because they may have been criticized a lot as a youngin. So therefore, anything that comes their way sounds like criticism. It's yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think that that that's a crazy dope part to you know kind of highlight and and I'm just glad you spoke to that and and oh, also I'm glad you said it. Pointing out that this was just a couple of years ago. This wasn't something that was figured out at 18, 19. This was something mm-hmm. that took time to develop and understand. And it it mm-hmm. each of us on our path, it comes at a different time. Mm. when that yeah. time comes and and, and right and 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 you with that <laughs> it really comes with sitting with self but it also comes with going back to vulnerability opening yeah. up and being able to put this out here and how people respond to that and it may not always right. be in your favor but again if you're somebody that pulls information in and really sit with it then you'll be able to figure it out you, you'll see yeah. figure it out yeah fio fio Look, knowledge is not power. It's the application of that knowledge. You can know yeah, all the things. Yeah. What are you doing with that? Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it boils yeah. down to. But it so ain't I action. get it. Yeah, I get it. Yes, real the, quick before Lord. our time is gone. I just really quickly want to talk about the feds occupying Portland. Because mm. that's new shit, new shit. <laughs> and then... What uh, for me because we live in Portland, we've I'm sure seen people's situations that are on the ground, right? Or you've been on the ground, I've been on like maybe you've seen it firsthand, maybe you haven't. Um, this is a twofold situation because there's a lot happening in Portland, but then there's also, and we have all white leadership here, right? In the way of mayor, governor, right? Uh, police commissioner. Lori Lightfoot, a.k.a. Big Suit. <laughs> she told the feds to come. To Chicago, a majority black city, <laughs> a city that gets, well, maybe maybe not majority black, but in the city, I mean, and then a city that has, damn, there's just so much nuance in this situation, and the idea of her saying you can't come do the things you're doing in Portland but you're welcome to come here that don't even make sense come on I ahead. want your feedback both of you men come on guys <laughs> like, yeah yeah I ain't got I mean I ain't got much to say I'm always like nothing surprises me I I've stopped. I stopped. I stopped answering. Like, okay, not even answering. Stop I stopped, right I stopped responding back to shit like this bullshit. Because bullshit is bullshit for a reason. Like, right. you, it's only a certain amount of time. Like, I just can't. I can't keep yelling at trash. You know, it's to be like, oh, you know what it is. Like, it's like it, it is what it is. 
it's, it's just it is what that's and I ain't surprised. Nothing, nothing surprises me. Like, like nothing surprises me. It's so, the kid in the neighborhood surprised me, but it still makes me mad. But it's the yeah. it's the kid in the neighborhood who's hella extra rough, right? Just always mm-hmm. wanting to wrestle, do the most, and that's like taking that kid and being like, "Yeah, come to the birthday party. Just don't be rough." <laughs> what? It, this the I kid only is rough. know how to WWE. What do you want from exactly. me? Exactly, and so that's that. Yeah. That's essentially what that boils down to. And it's, we've we've seen is. enough at this point that there's nothing. I think I'm I'm over on the same side as John. Like nothing is shocking. It's just like oh, this is where we're at. That it's not even at this point anymore. Like there is almost nothing that I could see right. and be like, I don't see how at this point. Like this is where I've gotten to. Donald Trump I guess is not I'm also folks. with y'all, Donald but I'm Trump also like president. Damn me. When I see a black woman say, "Yes, federal agents come right into my city," and that's but like also that taking shit. into that that's somebody and then operating the idea that it'll be no. I'm, I'm gonna stop you right here. I'm gonna interrupt you, and 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 if I if I say what you didn't mean to say, shut me down. Fuck respectability politics which mm-hmm. is what I think she's doing mm-hmm. and what I think she thinks she can like that nice black person, her way out of this situation. <laughs> and like, I don't know, maybe I've just lived in Portland for too long. And maybe I've been the only black woman at my job for too long in every mm-hmm. fucking job here where I'm like, these motherfuckers don't listen to me. So I know I can't respectability politics my way out of shit, right? Maybe she doesn't know that. Maybe she thinks she can do that. Mm-hmm. In what regard do you say to the federal government when you don't need them in your city? I mean, slide through. <laughs> you said come through. Slide through, but don't <laughs> do the shit that you do. Right, but don't do the shit that you do. Don't be don't do that shit you did in the other city. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it when you do that, right? Like it's fucking wild to me that she thinks that you can be like, I'm not Portland, I'm Chicago, and they're gonna be like, You're right. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's the huge version of, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them, and that's somebody like on purpose overlooking that. That part, that part. You can unfold it, uncrumple it. <laughs> it's still but trash, on, guys. It's still trash. And it probably oh, can't God. be recycled because it's, it just hey. needs to be burned. It just needs to be burned. It's trash. There's a lot of shit. You can't uncorrupt a system that was built on corruption. You can't. Yo! You can't. It just don't make sense. So Burn you just untangle. You want every fire you feel like you untangled a knot. You got a thousand more knots ready to go. And that's why Burn I'm it down. The, con- the concept is just backwards. You just got to build your own. You got to build new. Yes. Yes. Burn it down. One one last little piece before jumping up out of this thing. Um, the artwork, the murals, the yes. things that popping. are showing our downtown. Um, we went down there, what was that, a week? 
week ago, week week and a half ago, yeah. did a photo shoot down there. Not even in the yeah. not even in the moment of thinking. It was more of just the feel, but realizing that this artwork that is downtown, everything mm -hmm. that's going on right now in this moment is history. And when yep. we were on the call the other day and there yep. was that moment that you guys start talking about that, I text Morgan was like, do you realize like our backdrops may now be a part of forever? We didn't think about that necessarily in the moment. Taking the pictures, showing respect to some of the things going on as we were down there. She had seen some of the artist names that were tagged on there, which she was familiar with. And I really sat with that. And then the conversation that was being had um, on our call the other day was what happens with that? Does mm -hmm. that get taken and put up in a museum? <laughs> Does this end up in the hands of the people who will actually respect and value what this artwork was about yeah and really thinking to the what is that going to look like and of course we mm -hmm. don't know right we can't tell the future but right just want to know like how what would you want to see done with this these murals and artist expressions that are going on through our downtown and for the listeners who are not portland natives it's in a very small <laughs> few block radius the whole city is not burning no definitely Four not. blocks yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of great art all popping up in front of the city all around the city um yes. and um some businesses have been opening up and some some folks have been uh removing those boards and getting back to business um but you know nobody knows what's going on with this whole thing so it's you know it's still being you know proactive on it but i think the um the way I would love to see all this stuff go back is really go back to the artists. I think this, you know, Portland has such a rich history of art um, and has such a rich history of uh, proactiveness. And even from a small minority community, it has a very rich yeah. history and, and a very troubled history as well, um, which which makes it that much rich as well. You know, right. and, you, yeah. know you have trouble to such rich at the same time, right. it's the same soil. Um, and so really driving that and creating a space where, you know, Portland and the Pacific Northwest can have a space to highlight a monumental moment in American history that creates, you know, equitable change and has a, a platform to do that. And if that's through art and our, our billboards and our boards cover those, 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 as those spaces as band-aids to showcase, you know, our healing power through art, then I think that's a unique space and a proposition that we have from our community. Yes. And I would love for our community and our artists to be able to reciprocate that energy back um, to where when we do remove those boards, we can you know use those boards to tell stories that are greater about how we're going to continue to tell these these stories and how we're going to continue to push these concepts. And the artist gets the, the respect that they deserve for telling their to giving their 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 craft their energy to a, a larger story that is so much greater than themselves as well yes. and, you know painting a mural of somebody else you know it's you know your your fingerprints are all on it but it's a mural of somebody else and it's a mural right. of something that's so much greater so you know that's a selfless position and it's a selfless thing to be an artist um and when yes. you give it freely and you give it to something that is filled with pain and filled with hurt and filled with closure and filled with 
you know, disruption and pandemic. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's the beauty of art. It, it has no it has no cursor to a balance or a budget. It has no cursor to a a, a, a commission. It has a purpose yeah. to selling a story and telling a story that is so pure and grow and grown from the ground up. And Oregon is a per and Portland is a perfect place for that. And I would love to see that be reciprocated back to the artist. I would hate to see it be. Um, commercialized and Co-opted. capitalized mm-hmm. amongst those who treasure art but don't respect the artists. Um, yeah. That's the part that I think we need to, to get through. <laughs> Shout out to historians. Mm. <laughs> well, everything in a museum is stolen, let's be real. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Everybody there is doing the wrong thing the wrong yeah. way. It's, uh, they could be yeah. doing the right it's, thing it's the right way and they're, they're, and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Whoa. before we leave, we have one more thing. And this yeah. is mega important. Y'all got me lit as hell right now. Y'all got me. Yeah, lit we out here. No, we're putting this on you. We we know for <laughs> certain that John hasn't listened to this, so we're gonna make sure that he responds. Okay. Kenathan. Who did you watch? Oh, I call Can Kenathan because that's <laughs> our relationship. You skipping other chapters and just jumping straight to other ones and just start no. to read. I'm like, no, yo, what? Welcome, welcome. I mean, if you would have listened to it, and I burped at the same time. I said, did she say Jonathan or what? Did she say? Oh, so fair enough. Can that then? Because I, yeah, I want to call him Khan because that's how people uh, mispronounce his name, and time. so I want to troll him wow. all the time and call him Khan. <laughs> But I also get mad at the idea that K-A-N means con because that's not what that means. Look, they did that as no. they called me onto the stage to walk at to grab BSU. my... And they even said they had you write it out phonetically, which wow. I wrote can, like C-A-N, and Jonathan, still went with con. <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah. And just tell you, they only see you. They only see you one way. It don't matter how. Much. <laughs> Yo, I was in the crowd watching, and when they said "Con Joe's," I laughed <laughs> hysterically. <laughs> but Who? I was also like, "Fuck, man!" Like my man like, doesn't get his name called the way it's supposed to be right. called. But also, I laughed like my whole entire ass off. Trash <laughs> is trash. Yeah, trash is trash. Yeah. yeah, no, it Jonathan definitely gotta go to great... bed because his baby's gotta you go. You see to me bed. fading, I'm over here. Like, yeah, yeah y'all we see, see me. You go, they on me tough. John, we want to we wanna thank you first off for pulling up and rocking with us for this time being and really being able to okay. get to connect on a on a on a level outside of just some zoom meetings um yeah for real th- this was dope and we definitely this we got a lot more that's in store so forever uh, um, no, yes for hey. i appreciate you guys <laughs> hey. so you got hey. any final thoughts hey. shout outs plugs you want to give before we get up out of here uh no i shout out to y'all man this is this is a this is a great space you guys have really done some amazing work i'm 86 episode is you know i was born in 86 so this hey. is a special place for me um, so i appreciate you guys giving me That's this space that's working right there yeah, no, for real. Um, and just the, just the amazingness, man. This is dope. I, I appreciate the space, the, the idea to, to be able to space and speak out and share and create and collaborate. And I mean, this is just this is just so needed. So 
I appreciate what you guys are both doing. I, I want to be able to support what y'all are doing and um, yes. shout out to, you know, just this unsophisticated, you know, this, this is on some other, this is on some other shit. Like yes, yes, you guys, yes. uh, you guys took me on some, on some, on a, on a, on a previous journey. Then you brought me to a new journey and, yes. and hey. it, it just made me, you know, think about a lot. And I, I appreciate yeah. y'all creating the platform and, um, no man, that that drink oh, is a damn. whole another hidden trick. You I just so speaking of, of that shout out that though, drink, right? I need, I didn't know. I need. To, I, well, I just need to see my 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 rollbacks on my two challenges, and then I'll be good. But outside of that, um, I just need to see that that, that footage of what what it looked like on those shot glasses. But <laughs> you know, I appreciate. No, y'all, I mean the Hood River situation. What is that called? Batagania? Like, how do we pronounce it? Yeah, Batanga. Yeah, Batanga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, How do we guys, pronounce it? Batanga. Ah. I'm gonna send y'all. I'm gonna send you guys. Well, I'll make sure I hit the homie Corey to get you guys a, a bottle and let me know what y'all think. We just wanted right. to shout out the Hood River Tequila out here that uh, yes. John was drinking tonight and that we're and gonna, gonna get try. on. Yeah, right? I'm gonna try yes. what y'all send me. Send me the name of what y'all drinking on. We yes, we gonna do we'll it. Do that. So with that, I want to make sure y'all follow us at Unrefined Sophisticates on Instagram, the US show, the US show on Twitter. You can follow me, Ken Jones, that I technically can on Instagram. You can follow Morg at Portland Morgan on Instagram and NJ Infamous on Twitter. With that being said, it's checkout time. Check out the